This is a HeadGum Podcast. Shout out to Claritin for sponsoring this episode and providing us with samples. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but if you are, allergies can wreck almost anything when they're happening. I have allergies all the time in like the spring, you know, whenever there's allergies around and I use this, you should also use it too. It's as simple as that. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and, that's right, and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestion available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, and an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those things I just said, it's like a cocktail for the worst thing you can imagine, but not being able to breathe or that I'll get that thing where I go to sleep and then I wake up and I can breathe through one side of my face, but not the other. It's one of the worst feelings. And then when you blow your nose, you just can't because it feels like something's going to explode in there. That's where Claritin D is going to come in and help. So if you are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Welcome to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything, the podcast that did a little a little bit different intro this time. Last week, it was Slightly. real different. This one came in a little less hot. We're ramping up. By the end of August, I'll be shouting at you again. <laughs> Believe that. Saving the voice. Believe that. The Believe podcast it. that uh, Mike Malloy brought Dunkin' Donuts coffee and donuts to. Just My rolling gosh. in clutch. My yeah, like a middle Like a middle inning reliever coming uh-huh. in and getting us the win. When it looked like all hope was lost. It did. Friend, friend of the podcast, Mike Malloy. I took a love result. It was an uphill climb. Friend of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, still bring enemy of the podcast uh, signs to the live shows, but, yeah, yeah. you know, friend of the podcast. Just so we can rip them in half. We might fuck around and not go to the roost. <laughs> we might, after, that, after this donuts coffee thing? Sure. This might be the, the easing of, a, of a, what feels like a decades-old tension. Cold I d- War. I doubt it. I'm still going to the roost. Yeah, we're still going to the roost. Mike Malloy hates the roost. We might go somewhere okay. else. He hates too. it with a, with a passion. We might go somewhere else because we drink too much. Yeah. yeah Which yeah. one is the roost? That's the one in Atwater Village. Up the street from Bigfoot. Up the big, uh-huh. yeah. It smells like uh, chicken, oh. cash only, super dope. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Nobody can hear you Off without mic, a mic. Mike said it's a fucking hellhole. <laughs> it's the one. It's like they, it smells like chicken. There's a good jukebox. It's run by like I think what. A, it's not even a good jukebox. Since since you're in the room and talking, we're gonna have to refer to you as Off Mike Malloy Off the whole Mike time. Malloy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't stick up here. Picasso doesn't have a paintbrush this time, nah, Playboy. Dude. So <laughs> can I comment on um, Mike's appearance? Yes. yes. I just wanted to say uh, Nike socks that are pulled all the way up with shorts. Yes, but are all. So purple. Yes. It's such an interesting gender expression. <laughs> it's such a like um, douchebag but not narrow kind of sentiments. 
I think that's my that kind of sums us up pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, like, as a crew, <laughs> doing basically the same thing. I got shades on my neck like a dickhead. Open-hearted bros is kind of the whole. It's kind of the movement we're all about. <laughs> my shoes would be more pastel, but I was very hungover this morning. I didn't sure. have didn't have the heart to put them on. Couldn't find yeah, the white socks to go with it. Yeah, uh, you can comment on anything you want. By the way, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to marginalize anyone or make them feel objectified, unless it is working towards a greater social good. Yeah, which I think we're doing. Which we, we all believe in 2018. Let's see what 2019 brings. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's back to fag jokes. I, yeah. I think it might be. I feel like nothing's good is coming. Yes. I think it might lead to at least, at least purple socks that hit you right, right, right halfway up the calf is what sure. I'm into. Yeah. yeah, all the way up to the reflexes at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they're just going to be jeans. Mike, Mike Malloy looks like he's doing batting practice uh, before one of those turn ahead the clock MLB games from the 90s. <laughs> off Mike Malloy. I love this. We should have you in here the whole time, just off Mike. Well, he just can be. He doesn't even need to be here for pulling real. Pulling on a LaCroix. <laughs> Uh, Sean S. Jordan in the studio. What's happening, man? At, at Sean S. Jordan on Twitter. True story. Sean Cougar Mellon Jordan on Instagram. Still doing Sean it. Patrick Jordan in real life. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up every now and again. <laughs> if the fucking Sean Jordan that has that Twitter would give it, I've tried to DM him. The S stands for Sean P. Jordan was taken. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't know what else to... Someone told me if I have comedy or numbers in there that it's stupid, so... Who told, was it Cookie? Yeah, it was Brian Cook. Yeah, Brian Cook told like me. I, last time I gave a fuck what he said. But, <laughs> uh, that might have been. <laughs> I do enjoy that your parents were like... Sean might not be clear enough. Let's put a Patrick after that, just so that the Ireland is like clear. I don't know what we're about. And they just gave me like a green sort of Jameson looking baby bottle, yeah. just in case. No, it was Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> and then a pacifier that was just, instead of rubber on the outside, it was just like vomit, kind of leaking. When he snores, it sounds like uh, the Edge tuning his guitar. It's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm always watching in the name of the father. It's yeah. just always on somewhere in whatever hotel. It's so I'm in. good. <laughs> There's a Pierce Brosnan movie on loop in our house, like a rapper with Scarface. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Me and that uh, Irish MMA fighter that I can't think of, but or is he Scottish? Conor McGregor. A bunch, dude. I was thinking. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I bet, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, I bet there's a bunch that aren't actually <laughs> MMA fighters yet. <laughs> They're just people that live in Ireland. Mixed drink martial artists. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> Guinness and Jameson, you don't mix them up too much, Playboy. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you got coming out? What's uh, what are we? What are we we'll doing? We'll be at the High Plains Comedy Festival yes. doing this. It draws ever nearer. A uh, ticket link should be out by the time this comes up, but uh, yeah, look for that. And we're gonna be doing a live one. Yeah, with uh, with a certain guest who's sometimes we talk about on the podcast. The, a man for whom a ponytail <laughs> bounty exists, but <laughs> should not, not be cashed in on. Not wrecking anything, but you Shane know, he may us. may or may oh. not have Shane a ponytail. Torres. We're putting a bounty out to our listeners. Uh, if they bring us the ponytail, it's $10,000. And I can't stress this enough. Don't do it. <laughs> but if you do it. Please don't do, do it? it. If you do it, 10 grand. Pray yeah. to God you don't do Cold it. Hold on, American. I can't be more clear that you don't. Don't do it. But, but if you do. If you do. I can't be more vague than do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> this has created what we in the law, I went to law school, do not practice, call an option contract. Mm -hmm. Um... <laughs> Which Hell the, yeah, some real knowledge. The moment someone presents you with that ponytail, um, you have both uh, created a contract and broken the law, which has voided that contract. So you are actually fine in all of this, yeah. but also don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yes. But don't do it. <laughs> but you once know, again. again, 
I'm not here to tell you how to feel. <laughs> if you, you have, I mean? if if there's a fleeting thought in your in your mind thinking maybe I should cut it off, go buy his album instead. Go buy his you album. Know? Yeah. Do that. It's a great album. Yeah. Go buy that, and then you can you can take some scissors and cut out the weird part of the album that has his long flowing hair on. Yeah, yeah you yeah, can yeah, cut yeah. that out. Give that to us, and that's worth a shot. Yeah, shot of James. We'll buy you a shot. Yep, absolutely. Because that means you bought his album. David Bowie might be one of those people buying you the shots at the G Island on Twitter. Hey, Cool Guy Jokes thirty seven on Instagram. Yes, yes. Still yes. not gonna change it. <laughs> cool guy. David, I have a question for you. Yeah. Let me just start it off with a little prologue. <laughs> if you had come to me and said 15 years ago, hey guy, you need to prep yourself for an entirely new class of last names. Nigeria <laughs> would never have crossed my mind, all right? I was not prepared for it. Now we live in a world where every day I'm encountering G's and I don't know whether I'm supposed to pronounce them. Yeah. Have you considered doing corporate trainings or that kind of thing <laughs> to just sort of like take people through the complex world of like Igbo and Ewe family names. Oh, we're not Nigerians, so I don't really care. Oh, you're not? Names. No, no, no. They got J's. They got a lot of J's. That's like strong, strong J culture. Out Where's there. your family from? I'm we're sorry. We're from Sierra Leone. Oh, okay. Like, you know, still on the horn. But yeah, there's like, we're Kono tribe. There's so far less GB, like, bo like there's none of It's us in another affluent family. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I, I didn't even know enough to make my stupid joke. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's like, you can get it. You just got to hear it a bunch of times. You do, right? yeah. It's true, we got to get used to it. You just got to get used to it. I can say De Demi Adijuibe. Oh, yeah, man. my mom can it. barely say Sean Patrick. So <laughs> it's like, it goes both this ways. This is a two-way you know street. I mean? <laughs> it, there's this rapper we were really, really like, Toby and Wigway. Yeah. And yeah, it's like... I, it is the, the Nigerians. Uh, like I feel like when I was a kid, I didn't encounter as much, and now it's like there's a ton of like. Oh, they've been around. They've been around. They were just laying in the cut. Yeah, they've been building up. You know what I mean. And now they're like heavy in there, and like like on Atlanta, the guys like, oh, I'm not African, I'm Nigerian. Yeah. Like, what is is there like? Do they like? It's like a Texas the South thing. So that they think Nigeria they're kind of like separate and superior. I have a cousin who ran away to Nigeria to be in the movies. That's yeah. that's what you need to know about. Like all the African movies are made in Nigeria. Like it's. It's like a other thing. It's like yeah. South Africa, Nigeria, and then Africa. And then Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Hell gotta yeah. look into this shit more. I want to find out more now about I know. this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, they we, are they are rich and on their way up, and I'm excited to see what comes from it. So Fuck many yeah. doctors and lawyers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what they came here to do. That's fucking Sierra Leone though, Lada. <laughs> Couple hardworking cab drivers. A lot of people got their. I think there's a like, yeah, I think we got some dudes who work at Progressive Insurance in DC. Sure. We got like, we're a hey, smaller hey. country. It's a slower burn. You still in the shake, moving and shaking? Yeah, yeah, moves, yeah. We're making, we're making, we're making planting seeds, making moves. Yeah, not the boris. There's no other boris in America. This fucking really, bori is this one. Yeah, Hell yeah. This... I'm not from the rich family though. Okay, so that's. There's other Carmels, but we're not related because we made our last name up. It used to be Katz, K-A-T-Z. Whoa. And then my grandpa was just like, too Jewish, we're Carmel now. <laughs> and then, why Carmel? I don't know. I don't know because he died when my dad was 18. So there's, you don't know nobody why. Nobody thought to ask. But it's such a ridiculous Jewish name. Yeah. Like, in the, like <laughs> there are so many Jewish last names that are just that country's word for sugar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> I assume that Carmel made some sort of sense. It must like, have. 
like they were caramel middlemen. They yeah. didn't make the caramel. No, they no, didn't no, sell no. it to people. They just transported it and right. wrapped it up. That's what it means to we me. Invented from a here new on out. profession because we were kept out of the other two. Yeah, <laughs> you won't let us in the guild. Fine, we're going to operate the uh, margins. Fine, I'll tell and you. The margin will become the whole business, buddy. <laughs> the margin will become the whole business. And that's why we're on this couch. Mm-hmm. You guys are over there. Yeah, Jordan means nothing. I don't know where that's from. No. Ireland somewhere deep in the depths. Pass the shit in Irish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave, what do you got coming up? August 9th? August 9th. Uh, come see me at the Velveeta Room next weekend. Yeah. August nice. 17th and 18th, I think. Something the like Velve, that. The Velve, dude. The going to be fun. The facelift on that fucking place. I don't know if you ever went there years ago, but it used to be I like. I went there with you three months ago. I'm talking like when it was like throw bottles at the stage type shit oh, it used to be yeah. so buck in there and then mario de giorgio took over flipped the whole motherfucker on its ear and now it's like a dope venue on yeah, Sixth it's Street. beautiful yeah. i'm gonna be there with aaron brooks it's gonna oh, yeah. be, oh nice yeah i love brooks that's it's gonna, gonna be good. two things really fun so hot <laughs> i'm already so i'm already hot. i'm already in it that's man. towel that's a towel yeah, you, uh, I'm I'm already. you may remember on our way in when i threw red wine up all over the street and oh, just kept walking, didn't that. break stride you know <laughs> <laughs> we did some live show rides. <laughs> South by Southwest and on our way to do stand-up. Just fresh off the plane. Right out of the cab, just walking, didn't even think I was going to throw up. And then I was like, oh shit. And just, <laughs> just and David was like 20 rip- feet behind me. He's like, yo, <laughs> it hit my leg. Yeah, I, I wasn't ready for that. No, you didn't, you I wasn't even... ready for it. I like, But that's the best thing about Austin. It is a hack thing to say. But those cities that are like in their messiness, yeah. the way that like there or New Orleans, like... A, both cities that have their gay bars and straight bars in the same place. Sure. And also their downtown and their bars in the same place. God, that's such a good point. The downtown and the bars in the same fucking place. Yeah, Portland's not too good at that. No, man. No, Portland, I never go like, downtown it's not great bars, but like downtown, there's like Kelly's, there's maybe yeah. some in the Pearl. It's like a different vibe. Yeah. And, yeah. Have I ever right. told you my great transformation uh, on opinion on Portland? No, I would love to hear it. Okay. So I went there and I was like, where's the gay neighborhood? And they're like, we don't really have one. Like, we're so aware that everyone feels comfortable everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. there isn't. And I was like, no, I need to know where to have brunch where I can be making eyes at people and like assume that 70% of what is in my gaze is up for grabs. Right. Uh, and that's, that's good numbers. They were yeah. like, no. And then I thought that that was sad and stupid. And then I went to a Starbucks um, on Pioneer Square that was run entirely by Dirty Twinks. And I was like, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Like... Like a dirty uh-huh. twink gang? It's just sort of like, it was just like three separate and distinct kinds of dirty twink who were all running this Starbucks and I was like, maybe this is okay. Maybe this is another way of life yeah. where you can just have this level of expression. It's a small area that is explicitly gay, but it yeah. is downtown. Yeah. It's that area by the Ace Hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boxes used to be, yep. like that whole area. Yeah. But it's gotten a lot of it's gotten driven. There was like a bathhouse that was there for a long time that mm-hmm. we, you know, and like, uh, but it's all gotten like I mean, shut down and like straight washed or whatever. Gentr- like, but those strip clubs, yeah, oh yeah, a lot of strip clubs. Yeah, well, they gay get it strip done. clubs. It's only oh, pl- gay strip clubs too. Yes, it's Silverados, like, right? Yeah. yeah, Montreal and Portland are the only places I know that have like strip clubs for gay guys. Sure, I didn't really. You think who... Tampa would get in on that? <laughs> 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 They're doing Minneapolis, so much of it. You think doesn't Minneapolis? Minneapolis has a couple, don't they? Am Look, I crazy? I haven't been to Minneapolis in twenty years, I but love also Minneapolis. I would. I lived in Minneapolis for three years. I would love to see what a gay strip club in Minneapolis was like. Yeah. To like the wholesomest of whores, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like <laughs> little boys who just want to tell you about the theater that they did in 
like uh, Eastern North Dakota. Um, <laughs> I was up in Moorhead over there, you know. I was, I was the lead in King and I over there at Moorhead, you know. <laughs> Moorhead State. I was at theater major. You can touch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. Touch away. It's all free. It's all free. <laughs> There's some goulash in the back for the buffet. Yeah, we did the seagull up there. The seagull up there. It was pretty fun. I can't do a Minnesota accent at all. I can. Yuck. Yuck. Uh, fuck, what the fuck were we talking about? Uh, oh, Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Portland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is, yeah, but there, I mean, that whole city is like, I, it's hard for me to say anything bad about it, but it is very up its own ass in, as far as like how inclusive they think they are. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That'll happen. Yeah. 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 Um, Fuck yeah. So come, come see you at the Valve. Oh, yeah, uh, come see me at the Valve. Yeah. And then next week at High Plain. I got some. Yeah, the Velveeta is when this comes some out. Moves. That's what I want you to call. And, we're, and then we're going yeah. to Portland the week after that. Then we're going to Portland. Oh, and yeah. we're going to have a fucking party. Yeah. I got a month. I got a month coming. <laughs> August is going to be hard on the body. <laughs> easy on the eyes, but hard on the body. I don't, even know, I don't know how month. easy it's going to be on the eyes. I'm looking like John Wall already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the listeners, we're recording this a week early, so that's still a current joke. Oh, yeah. yeah we don't know how fast the fucking internet moves. But well, yeah, that is, John Wall's going to be done. <laughs> did you see that there's this John Wall, the basketball player? No. He, like, they all, sh- all these guys showed up for their uh, team Olymp- US, yeah. like Team USA headshots for the basketball team. Like, an important headshot, you would think. And he shows up looking. <laughs> he looks like he just won the Bong Olympics. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> He just looks so happy and stoned yeah. and just like hung I'm over. Here, man. Like it's months until the season starts. Well, like you said, he's hung over, but in a good mood when yeah. you wake up yeah. and you're like still, you're drunk, you know, but you're hung over at he the same time. He postmated from bed and then he just got up and walked to the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. I gotta take a picture. It's like, it'll be here in 30 minutes, all right? Uh, the man who hasn't lived in Minnesota for 20 years. You. Guy Branham is with hey. us today. Hello, good to Stand be here. Stand-up comedian, Playboy. television writer. Uh, author. We're gonna talk about that. Fantastic dancer. I'm gonna Fan- throw that out. Fantastic there. dancer. Bridgetown also, after parties. Just, sp- I would say, sp- spiritual father of the Bridgetown after parties, which are some of the happiest moments of my life. Man. Oh, that's the sweetest. It's those are my memories. That, well, the first time I met you, you came fucking came out. It was when they had it in that like coconut lounge or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and you just came out. and I was like, that dude's fucking rad. <laughs> you came yeah. so correct to me one time because they started letting comedians. DJ. I love this uh-huh. story. And dude. the night before. Jonah Ray had been DJing. Yes. And Jonah Ray was up there doing, look how cool I am moves. You know, bless yes. his heart. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. He Love is Jonah. Yeah, he yeah, is cool. He has yes. cool music taste, yes. right? Yes. He fucking does. He knows a shitload about music. <laughs> sure. And do I want a mixtape from him? Yes. Yes. Do I want him to send me a playlist on Spotify? Absolutely. Dog all day. Do I want him DJing my party? <laughs> I don't want him DJing my party. So I was up there the next night doing, trying to do cool Jonah Ray dance moves, like <laughs> check out this like backpack rap group from Vancouver from like the mid nineties. No, and man. you came dancing up. And you were like, you have like you were like you have to put on dance with somebody. Yes, <laughs> right now, and you have to play music like that for the rest of the night. And I did, and. The party, which had been just people on both walls, it was that when it was like outdoors in that big area, the dance floor flooded. People like sprinted in. It was yeah. like a Black Friday Best Buy door <laughs> deal type run to the dance floor. I mean, um, I take a dance floor very, very seriously. Yes, you should. As do the gentlemen here. Yes. Um, but I feel like with a dance floor, it's kind of like uh, when water needs that little bit of extra energy to go from solid to liquid uh-huh. or liquid to gas. Yeah. Uh-huh. You need that like phase change energy. And Ms. Whitney Houston, if she can do anything, she can make us say, this is going from a, a, a party where no one was dancing 
dancing to a party where people is dancing. For real. Yeah. Yeah. Almost I'm excited just was talking dancing. about it. Like, <laughs> that music gets in your blood. It yeah. just makes you move. Because you want to dance with somebody. That's what we're fucking well, doing. And also room. after that, you can play something that is a riskier dance song. Yes. Uh-huh. And people will be like, all right, I'm, yeah, already, I'm already out this. here. Yeah, I'm, I yeah, I'm out here. Yeah, they gotta got to trust you. So I got all my game from you on that. Just in that one short conversation, it all clicked. I'm like, all right, now I know how to do this. Shit. Well, the wonderful thing, that festival was so wonderful in a number of ways. Not that their High Plains is super fun, yeah. but I feel like the way that Bridgetown also created a situation, not where just like the audiences were making you have a good time and the, the people were producing it, but like all of us felt an obligation. Oh, not yeah. an obligation, an opportunity to make good times with each other. Yes. Sure. Uh, and it was wonderful. It was so good. It, I mean, it's allegedly it's only on hiatus. So hopefully, hopefully, we'll it comes see. Back. I would love that. We'll <laughs> always too. have the Bossa abs- Nova ballroom. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> love. <it>. We will. <laughs> Naked, sweaty. I remember Bossa one year they t- they're like, "Yeah, you guys can smoke cigarettes in here." And then they said that, and then like twenty minutes later, they come around. They're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We didn't know everybody." Was gonna <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. And I'm like, everyone in here is gonna light up a cigarette, yeah. regardless. If you tell them they can do it, they're gonna fuck. <laughs> Nobody had shirts on. It was bucket shit. Yeah, oh, I remember. God. I forgot about when everybody got naked on yeah. the stage. The, everyone's no la- shirts on. Y- you're ten. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. The, that last that Sunday night party. It was which, bananas. Oh boy, what dude. a decision! And we were singing "End of the Road" by Boys to men dude and kept singing for like 15 minutes after the <laughs> music was off titties was out of bowl of you know oh, a, yeah. a variety of genders yeah fluids yeah. dude it, it was, was fucking fine. gnarly digging it uh also we said author which is your, your book <laughs> my it, book my it, life it, as a it, goddess is available yes. wherever books are sold today Hell, today well to, no it well, was no, two weeks ago yes, yes a week before uh J- july 31st uh talk to us about this book a little bit uh it is a book um, it, it like I was like I should write a book because that's what comedians do. Yes. Uh, and then um, an editor who I didn't end up working with was like, "You should not write the book that every comedian writes. You kind of need to be talking about pop culture as well." She listens to my podcast, Pop Rocket, where we kind of talk about pop culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it, it ended up being a series of essays that are all like biographical, but are also using sort of pieces of culture to like talk about what's what I'm trying to talk about in my life. So like. I talk about my relationship to my dad through his favorite movie, which uh, was a Western called The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Yeah. Uh, I talk about moving to L.A. like through the lens of Entourage and the comeback, like oh, well. that kind oh, of thing. Right up our alley. Big, yeah. big fans of Entourage in this room. <laughs> really? Oh, I couldn't be more serious. Um, I could not be more serious. I once lived with these two guys who would watch Entourage over and over and over again and laughed at it like it was funny. Did and you? Did you? Were you? Do you live with us? We don't laugh like it's funny oh no I think no you no. laugh at it for like you think it's funny for a very different reason yeah. than them <laughs> yeah yeah sean yeah we earnestly enjoy entourage oh yeah but it's but in the in a very like pulpy like it is know, tricky the that, way one should enjoy yes. entourage are you yeah. ballers watchers yes, yes. oh yeah right. that's that's uh, why time. i like ballers now is it's the new entourage without of without the stuff that entourage is horrible at. I've never watched it, but Race I, mixing. I so. Andrade <laughs> <laughs> was so bad at it. Oh, they were. Ballers really gets it done. Um, the, the, the the resolute insistence of Entourage uh, not to give women's characters names. Oh my god! Yeah. One of the it's... most impressive things. But Ballers, like, I can't tell if I would like it because I generally love anything Dwayne the Rock Johnson does. Yeah, but I feel like it's not for me. It's the rocked out though. It's very. Oh, the yeah. rock. just his clothing. Go 
go on a go on a lot of plaid three piece suits. A lot of huge plaid three piece suits. It's crazy. That dude can fill out a vest. I am a huge fan. There's like three Aladdins in there. Eats three pounds of cod every day. It is. Are you serious? Yes, there was like an article that he did where he's like, here's what I eat in a day. And essentially every hour and 45 minutes, he's pulling out a Tupperware with like 12 ounces of cod in it. cod. Yeah. Now, if if I had to sell you on ballers in one sentence, I would say this. There's an episode where (laughs) for no reason at all, he drives a monster truck to win over the citizens of Las Vegas and also, he's really good at it and knows how to drive a monster truck. What, ha- what happens to that monster truck when he's driving? He flips it. <laughs> Is he, does he get hurt at all? Absolutely not. <laughs> all right, that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Does he come out to a standing ovation from the people of Las Vegas? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes he, he does. does. I, I, the only thing I understand about Ballers is that he is a former athlete who is racked from with pain from uh, his former athletic performance, but that never shows up in any way on the show. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah, it does. It well, does? he goes and gets yeah, yeah. pills a lot. Well, I mean, he's there's getting the pills. fucking... I don't want to wreck him because it's showing up pretty heavy this last season. All right. There's a pills. There's a pill storyline. Yeah, but right. It, it seems like a brain you, scan and shit. Oh this, yeah. yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. like if you flipped a monster truck <laughs> and you had like a lot of arthritis problems, you might be ouch. Yeah. Well, not not if you're uh, Spencer. He just hops out with a big old thumbs up. Yeah, nice. to every fan in Las Vegas. Go, I'm fine. Let's bring a football we team to Vegas. We thought about kicking around a, a ballers podcast. Yeah, just a short recap. <laughs> just a <laughs> weekly. <laughs> just a weekly. What were, what do the suits look like? Yeah. <laughs> what clubs did they go to? What's Denzel's kid doing? I. I so frequently, I have a lot of things going on in my life, but I'm always just like, guy, nobody's got a The Crown podcast. You could just own a The Crown podcast. You should. I just started podcast. watching it. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's, and it would be, it's one of the, it'd be so fun to do a podcast just for you, like just for exactly what you want to do. Well, that's what yeah. we're doing. I know. That's what we're doing I know, right I guess now. that's what I'm saying. The guy, I'm like only three episodes in, but the guy who plays Prince Philip is so perfectly kind of like aloof and like loving and supportive, but also kind of like, Douchey rich kid. Absolutely. It's like um, it's such a good performance. The, I think the second the second to last episode of the second season, you see Prince Philip as a child. Oh. Um, and it's so not like it's so full of Nazis yeah. and like Jews and like repressive British schools. It's transcendent. Wait. I'm so excited. That's, when he's uh, when that's... they're like meeting with in, when they're in uh, Nairobi and he's like and yeah. they're meeting with and he's just like walking down the line, you know, and just being such a prick, but like but like not in a, it's it's just you have to watch it. It's like really interesting. It's a really good show. So you're saying I should stop watching Succession? No, start watching. Uh, so no. it's that kind so, of book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, essentially. Yes, kind of. I get kind of right. It really is. Yeah. It, it really is. Um, and yeah, because I mean, the, the like sort of the underlying idea of the book is that I didn't really grow up in a world that had space for people like me and so there weren't really stories about people like me and it was about taking these other stories about other things and using them to sort of like understand myself and the world however I finished it very very late so I don't know if that comes across clearly (laughs) but let's talk about Succession yes very briefly oh yes I started watching it um just because, like, I I am the gay guy on whom Sharp Objects is not has not taken. I yeah. haven't started Sharp Objects yet. Um, I need to I need to properly give it time. But I started watching Succession and it just went down smooth. Yeah, oh, dude. And it's it, so smooth. It, it was that situation of like, 
Okay, I am obsessed with a category of television we now have embodied by American gods that is fautige television, television that is telling you that it is prestige, but it is not. Yeah. And I feel like succession is exactly the opposite. <laughs> it is something that is so beautifully made and we don't need. Oh, another story about how <laughs> rich men are fighting for power. Oh, what over a bummer. Being every, rich. Yeah, every time I see an episode, I'm like, take your 500 million fucking dollars and chill. That's not what they're trying yeah. to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, and I do love that Adam McKay, it's Adam McKay, right? He's producing, yeah. Has mm-hmm. developed this obsession with American capitalism that I think is interesting. It just feels a little bit like, well, we've seen this one before, you know, King Lear, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, but it, I didn't feel any kind of way. I about watched the first episode and I was like, this is cool. I just didn't feel like strongly. By the fifth, I didn't either. I watched the first one and I was like, okay, I have seen an episode of television. I'm right there with yeah. you. And I watched the second one and I was like, all right, I'm not really. I don't really like feel an attachment to any of these characters. Which Culkin is it? Rory. Rory Culkin. Mm-hmm. He's like wiling out and like this crazy character. By I'm the, in love with it now. By the fifth and sixth episodes, it's you're hooked. You're yeah. like hard hooked. That's the really? only reason I got crazy. back in. It's because you put that one up on. Yeah. We we're just chilling, and Ian's like, "Let's watch this." We watched it, and it was just like that. And then you told me that you were caught up. I'm like, "Well, I can't fucking be sleeping." <laughs> I so was... I got caught up in two nights. I was yeah. Yeah. Al- friend of the podcast, Allison Herman, writer at The Ringer, sure, has been on a couple. Sure. We were talk- We were like DMing about it because like all these people at The Ringer were like, it's so fucking good. It's such a good show. We were like, I don't really get, I don't get it. I'm not sure if I like yeah. it. Well, it just is, but then it, it gets you. I haven't talked to Allison about it since I've seen the If episode, for nothing but... else, I needed something else to type in all caps on Twitter now that Billions is on a break. Billions, dude. Now it's just succession. Succession. In dog. all caps, dude. Billions. <laughs> for no fucking succession reason. Succession. Ballers, dude. <laughs> We got the whole year. We got almost every season covered. Sharp objects? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It's not one word, but maybe it'll work its way into the rotation. Oh, my God. Do you watch Billions? I do not. Which one is that? That's uh, Paul Giamatti and uh, Damian, Damian Lewis. Lewis. Like he's, a, he's like a hedge fund manager, Damian Lewis. And uh, Paul Giamatti's like the... Uh, district attorney, DA of New York. Yeah, the thing so, is, what, which district? Southern district. Southern district. Yeah, yeah. They don't. So they Manhattan say it a million times. Money crimes. Um, the the thing about it is, is I feel like we're never actually criticizing these things. We're always kind of romanticizing <laughs> yes. them. Yeah. yeah. Um, Billions like, is just flat out romanticizing it. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, so I didn't interrupt you. What was your? Yeah. Oh, just the like. Nothing. I have nothing to say. <laughs> it's, it's, rest, it's like it's rich people porn. They're like at these crazy restaurants. There's helicopters landing at t-ball games, like all that kind of shit. Like it's what you think it is. Um, Ian, yes. I was trying to keep myself from telling you about two extremely Jewish things that I need to tell you about. I'm in. But yeah. I'd like to tell you about two extremely Jewish things. I will use the segue option is uh, us talking about money and monetary crimes. Yeah. Okay, Ian. Yes. We all know about oh the international Jew, the Nazis' great documentary about the threat of European Jew- uh, Jews. Yeah. What we don't talk about is the Nazis' great narrative film about the threat of the Jews, uh, which is currently in its entirety on YouTube. You have to watch it. What it's, is it called? It's called Yud Sus, J U D space S U S S. And it is all about. Uh, a Jewish financier who captures the mind and heart of a poor German prince um, in the late 1700s. And it is like fascinating and chilling to watch because it's like, 
I mean, it's like splashy, high quality cinema. Yeah. Like it's like princes and princesses and, and all of that. Um, but like the Mephistopheles character is just a Jewish moneylender. Um, so rather than a, a thin, like, uh, so stand in for a Jewish character, it's actually no, a Jewish character. Yes. They double down. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is like, it's so creepy to watch, but also so competently made. Yes. Um, <laughs> they they had resources. Yes. They could make a movie. Crazy. Uh, and then the other thing is, just uh, this morning when you told me that you were going to be slightly late and then I managed to be much later, yeah. I went to Aroma Cafe, which is a bad restaurant, and I got a Jewish food that I think you may have never had. What is it? Uh, it is called Jacques Noon. No, I haven't. Uh, imagine croissant dough. Yes. Let's start out with croissant I'm dough. I'm just like, we ate it all the time growing yeah. up in South Dakota. Um, no Jacques- bit. <laughs> and, and then uh, place that in an oven overnight because it's the Sabbath. Uh-huh. Sure. And instead of letting it rise, why not just let it soak in its own oil uh, and become something caramelized and truly magnificent. I'm very into that. Um, yeah. They only have it on Saturday and Sunday, but I just want to say, as you uh, explore the culinary offerings of our people, yeah. if you ever find yourself there, go in for it, because you may be disgusted, but you may be delighted at I think the same I'm, time. Just you describing it, I think I'm in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, love a, I love a dough that is soaked and like almost becomes something else, where yes, it's pre-moisturized yeah. for you. Really I just like it that. when stuff stews in its own juices. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> it really is kind of the key to good cooking. I'm saying yeah, really yeah. Low, and slow and slow, man. Yeah, fermentation, <laughs> stewing yeah. in juices. God, yeah. Yeah. We do good work with though, the Jewish people. I'm saying. Both ways. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What are you? Check what are out you? Hey. Yeah. 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 Have you ever been nominated for an Emmy is my question. Emmy nominated. Okay. 100%. Oh my God, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you very much. It was for writing on the Tonys, a really weird Emmy nomination to get for That's me. That's wonderful. Those were good Tonys. <laughs> they were, it was a good Tonys. It's just such a weird little, uh, weird little Emmy nomination because you're in that category where it's like that or the J.D. Power and Associates Awards. Well, I'm going to be back up. For, I'm going to have you back up just for one second. Huh. No such thing as a little Emmy nomination, we'll be thank, my friend. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love you for that. <laughs> this one's a smaller one. Sure. If they were, if the, to steal a ben, Bill Simmons idea, if, if the awards were given out, size was based on importance, uh-huh. this was a keychain. But <laughs> <laughs> no, there no are chain. little Emmys. They're just called the daytime Emmys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, dog. Woo. They do. They also have local Emmys, which I think are literally smaller, which oh, is pretty sure. funny. You talk about those Dallas Reigns, his whole closet? Dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dallas Reigns. I got sta- at the Emmys la- last like year. You're... I got stabbed in the head with an Emmy. No, which is a very fun. They're Hollywood very thing. pointy. They're so pointy. It caught me right here. No, right outside Ooh. of my eye in a tuxedo. I, w- I hugged the guy who won one on our show. And it wrapped around and like stuck me right. And I was like, oh, shit. And I was bleeding. I had to leave the dance floor. What happened? <laughs> I, love, I had to leave the dance floor. Whitney Houston and everything. Yeah. I had to get out of there. Yeah, I had to walk past Anthony Bourdain. May he rest in peace. But he was there, too, just chilling. And was bleeding from it. And I just had to stand in a tuxedo in this bathroom with all these other people. And I'm like, I'm not here to do coke. <laughs> Thank you for the offer. But losing your eye to a competitive show business award incident, I mean, that would be the best injury a person Such could have. Such a good origin story. Because yeah. that would be Writers rooms to... with a fucking eye patch on. <laughs> yeah, you know how we lost that, right? <laughs> and then winning an Emmy would be my great white whale. And if I did, I'd just stand up on stage and just smash it in front of everyone. <laughs> all right, um, I we all know what uh, an Oscar looks like. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, and I have multiple times in my life um, those smooth, soft edges shape and size yeah. just wondered how many men have had an oscar inside of them you know oh, yeah dude <laughs> yeah. it's gotta be a high number they have a good weight to them too i've yeah. never seen one how 
would it be like really gnarly? I've never seen one. This I penis mean, is that big. I mean, the shoulders would be the, the issue in question, you know? But it's got a nice base on it. So, you know? like, for boys, you have to have something with a base on it. Right. You're not going to yeah. lose it up there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want the doc finding oh, it. Oh, I, I bet it. you at least it's 100 plus. I held Diablo, I held Diablo Cody's plus? Oscar. Yeah. For, oh, I guess. Because uh, she was made, uh, yeah. Made, uh, yeah. From Chelsea Lane. To Dan, our, our yeah. co-worker. Yeah, our co-worker. What's her real name again? I always... Brooke Busey. Brooke. That's there right. Brooke. Yeah. Fun people. Diablo. Off mic. No, she's not Gary Busey's daughter. <laughs> off mic. <laughs> off mic. Off mic. Forget. Nobody um, can hear him, so it's going to sound crazy so when we answer the question. So just to circle back around after a long journey, I sincerely, like we, I mean, we don't promote a ton of stuff on this show, just period. No. Guy is so funny. Dude. Knowing him and knowing you, our listeners, this is a book you will sincerely enjoy. Thank For you real. so much. It's yeah, very kind. I, 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 like, sincerely mean that, the, but like, our fans really love pop culture and stuff like sure. that. You're so fucking the funny whole, and, and whole yeah. such a great thinker. I we couldn't endorse this enough. So go get my life as a goddess by Guy Branham. Seriously, and uh, you know, sit down and be like, when did I finish my last book? Finish this book. Go fucking buy it and finish it. Go buy a goddamn book, you heathen. I'm saying, yeah. use the money you were going to spend on the uh, on the Cuddy Sark for David. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Get Please online or go to a bookstore. Preferably go to a bookstore. Go to fly to Portland. Go to Powell's. <laughs> sure. If you can't, go to a bookstore. Yeah, and get my life as a goddess. Dude, seriously, pick, pick it up. Pick it up. Mm-hmm. You buy it if you send us a picture of you holding Guy Shout Brandon's outs book. all day. Big shout outs. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. All shout outs. Yeah. We got. We'll get Added that value. mad list going. Yeah. Yep. Copy uh, of you with the book. Sean will come up with a nickname for you. Yeah, fuck and yeah, Sean I is will. the man who brought us nicknames such as Oh, dude, Punk Rock Sausage Face. There it is. Chicken Salad Sandwich Face. Scandalous Randalous with the Sock Tandalous. And that's the Crown Dan Duel. the Man Stantan. Oh, the, no. Dan the, the Man Suzanne Saran Dan the Man Stantan. That's what it was. You'll <laughs> get one of those. Suzanne Saran Dan the Man Stantan. <laughs> this dude, Dan Stan. Wow. Then you got to find this out Tan from Queer Eye's last name. You could make it one, <laughs> one, one thing long. <laughs> Punk Rock Sausage Face sounds like a buck one. And it was nothing against the kid, but it just, he, uh, he worked at a pizza place and he was uh-huh. punk rock. Yeah. So sausage pizza topping. Called the Puck Rock Sausage Trace, but it sounds like a dig. It's not. You've used the adjective buck twice, and I don't know what it means, but I'm excited. It's uh, <laughs> So buck can buck can be good or bad. It's just in, like an extreme situation. So okay. the fact that you wrote a book, to me, is fucking crazy buck. It's so, super buck. So off of You didn't buck, write a buck, you wrote a book. Buck Wild, then? Yeah. Yes. My grandpa's name was Buck. My grandpa's fucking name was Buck. Oh, really? Because he got two buck, and he cashed himself out. Oh. <laughs> now Buck is on a headstone. <laughs> yeah, now it says Buck yeah. on a headstone. He bottomed yeah. out and played himself. He bottomed out and played himself. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Buck is just, there was a girl one time who told me she got bucked off a horse, and I say the word Buck like an adjective yeah. all the time. She goes, yeah, uh, I forget how we got there, but she's like, I got bucked off a horse, and I go, damn, that's gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> and my other go-to adjective is gnarly. <laughs> that's wonderful. 36. Dang, you know? gnarly. Buck. Dang, gnarly Buck. Playboy The big three. Uh, yeah, it just means, uh, yeah. you know, extreme. I'm Ian Carmel, Addy and Carmel on all the social media things. Uh, buy 9.2 on Pitchfork. Listen to All Fantasy Everything. Come to Good Looks the first and third Wednesdays in Los Angeles at the Please. Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. A great show. Nobody Every making time. any money on that. Uh, <laughs> you guys you guys have neon sign. Like, that is yeah. electrifying. Seriously, dude? It's, it's electrified. Yeah, yeah, it's electrified. It's a fun little sign. It, it gives a good vibe. A little blue light. Uh-huh. A little I blue light it. for the people. You feel like you're doing uh, something fucking cool when you're there. Watch the Late Late Show with James Corden. Please do. Watch oh, yeah. that Tom Cruise sketch. Watch the Tom Cruise sketch. Watch the uh, Paul McCartney carpool karaoke. 
Fun little fun television. There it is. Uh, we are gathered here today. Ah, we are. We are oh, gathered in are. scenic down t- downtown Los Angeles. Uh, let me etch this beard. It's yeah, that beard. Sean's scratching his beard <laughs> in the uh, in the well appointed Headgum Studios. Ah, uh, here we are, basking in the eternal glory of super producer Marissa. There she is. Of uh, Big shots. Uh, native country. Native. Oh, oh, uh, Toronto. What? Toronto native. Sure. Toronto, Toronto native. Sorry, I pronounced the second T. Mm-hmm. Toronto native. The Toronto one, the native. One Toronto. Uh, and it's it's funny that you know Marissa's here. Because well, it's not funny. She's here every week, but it's funny. <laughs> the topic today: we are drafting Canadians, ah, living yes or dead, we are. my friends, living or dead. We're drafting Canadians, uh, and, and the way we determine the order of the draft is via a rollicking game of rock paper scissors played between the three of you. And we go on shoot. So it's one, two, on three, shoot. shoot. So here we go, David. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, oh, Sean George wins. The way it is, is whoever has the one that doesn't match up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Sean yeah. wins rock, paper, scissors, and uh, you'll be determining the order of the draft before you do. Sure. I want to remind you that it's a serpentine draft. It is a serpentine draft. David is blowing it. <laughs> It's a bit. Oh, I'm sorry. You're sorry. About, you're I'm really about, nervous I mean, about my list. We're, we're, damn, we're damn near on 100 episodes. <laughs> I'm I'm really nervous about my list on this one. Sure. Do you have any idea what a serpentine draft is? Uh, I don't. <laughs> Can I tell me about it? It's an excellent I, question. What is that? I'll let you know. <laughs> what? I'll let you know. So let's say that you're just a, a, a seething, all fantasy everything fan, and you see Shane Torres. Okay. And okay. you run up to him. You have a pair of scissors in one hand. Yeah. You have his ponytail in the other hand. Right. And you're looking. And you look at the scissors. Uh-huh. You think. Then you look at the ponytail. And you think. Right. Then you look back at the ponytail. Okay. You think, should I cut that off? Mm -hmm. Then you look at the scissors. You think, should I cut that off? And then you look back at the scissors and keep thinking, should I cut that off? And then look at the ponytail and think, should I cut that off? Basically just going back and forth. What it means is if you pick fourth in the first round, you pick first in the second round. That makes sense Serpentine like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what it means. That That makes sense. I don't know what he was talking about. By the way, do not. Do not. Cut off Shane Torres. Don't cut off his ponytail. We're not being, once again. We're guy, not being cute. Guy, you're looking at me though? like you're going to cut But maybe it off. I'm kind of cute. So <laughs> <laughs> I worry that in expressing voices while criticizing voices that are saying Shane Torres's uh, ponytail should be cut off, mm-hmm. you are validating the idea that Shane Torres's um, ponytail should be cut off, which is, it is a valid sentiment. Yeah. I understand <laughs> it. But I just wonder what that means to society. Yeah. Uh, it means don't do it. Don't do it. That's what it means. Don't do it. In the same way that don't watch Menace to Society because it's a bad influence, but it's a good movie. You know what I mean? So, you know. But not like that. Very sincerely. Let's just say I yeah. learned a lot from watching Menace to Society. <laughs> I learned 10,000 things. You know what I mean? We're not going right. to cut off Shane's ponytail, but we are going to cut on it too. Is the order of the draft? <laughs> They're not all good. No, you know what I, mean? I had a long week. I worked maybe seventy hours this week. All right, so why don't you fucking pick pick okay. up your shovel, get to work? We're going. Uh, Sean is going first. There he is. Ian's second. Ian Guy's third. Out. David is fourth. Damn, yeah. I did not want to anchor baby this. David on the back end, dude. Okay. Two in a row. All right. So with the first pick of the Canadians, living or dead? That's <laughs> so tight. All fantasy, everything. What a cool idea. Sean Jordan. You have the first pick. I'm going to pick a one John Candy. Oh, damn it! Yeah, Fuck. yeah. Yes. That's, I'm gonna get normally sniped I wouldn't have, from the roof. Normally I wouldn't have gone first, but that I just I needed it so bad. You had to have him in the bag. He's just he was amazing. The Great Outdoors is one of my favorite movies of all time. Always will be. Holds up. He's just the best. Uh, when he told Steve Martin that he scratches his balls a lot <laughs> in planes, trains, and automobiles, yeah. that's like one of the. I rewind, uh, every it, time I watch that movie, I like what he says. Okay, 
you play with your balls a lot. It's, <laughs> and it could, oh my god! Forgive okay. me if I'm wrong, but Del Griffin, right? That's his character in Del. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie is so good. It's so funny. So sad. So it just it just gets you there. It, yeah. There's so many different points. At the end, when he's like, "I like me." You know, it just hits you so hard, and you're like, "Damn!" Yeah, it was so sweet. Yeah, it, like you. And just, then you feel so bad, was... and you're like, "Fuck you, Steve! You're being an asshole to this yeah. guy." Yeah, John Candy was amazing. I'm He's gonna go back. Born in to uh, Newmarket, Ontario, Canada. Sure. And uh, October 31st, Halloween. Ah, which was right around the sure, corner. Right, right, uh, 1950, John Candy. Yeah, man, excellent. Came up in the Second City scene. Yeah, which yeah. is, I mean, did, did some iconic work there. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Who's it like? One of the one of the great fat actors. Yeah. Oh yeah. One of the yeah. great fat actors. Oh, yeah. Do you Who, put him on do you put him on your fat rushmore? I think he's on fat rushmore. Really? He might be on fat, <laughs> fat he, for actors or for period? For actors. For actors. Fat actors uh, rushmore. Like uh, the way I would say Uncle Buck is the greatest expression of his fat acting. Yeah. And oh, sort of like the the marginalization and who is this weird guy and sort of moving past it to be like, yes, he is quirky and specific, but also he loves us and will take care of us. Yeah. Right. And it was Macaulay Culkin before. Yeah. Before. yeah. And Gosh. Uncle Buck Uncle is like Buck the only role that so he was really uh, like like a schlubby kind of where they, they painted him in that role. He had a dignity to him, which was really nice. Of course. You know, Uncle Buck, like, he was still a hard ass. Definitely yeah. had a set of ethics, like a set of rules that he went by in that movie. Yeah. And he, you know, like... And he was also fucking awesome. Pancakes yeah. with a shovel, dude. The second I saw that, I'm like, I want that to happen yeah. at some point in my life. You know? Damn. Yeah. That movie. Candy Man. Yeah. Candy Man can. <laughs> do you do you did I see a tweet that you wrote about fat like fat actors or something like in the in the book? Oh yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I have, yeah. A, I have a chapter about fatness that was excerpted on um uh Vulture. Yes. And it's basically just about the fact that like fat people are always they're never protagonists. They're always like barriers to somebody else. And like yeah. planes, trains, and automobiles is sort of like an exploration of this idea of this person as barrier, and yep. then at the end of it, sort of getting to the destination of he's a person. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, it, that that is kind of the destination in the movie. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I mean, that's 100%. that's the whole the over the tone of the movie is like I'm trying to get home, but like the actual destination of the movie is their yeah. relationship. Forever, it like, yeah, it, it's, it, you're always like, even, I even have a joke about it, but it's like, I'm always going to be like, if I, if I'm the most successful actor, I could be po like, could possibly be, you're still going to be the fat best friend in the movie. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. 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 Um, Seth Rogen hasn't really done a lot of romantic leads, right? Whoa, even him. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. Oh shit. Fuck. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> hey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. I, I don't understand. Huh? Oh. That's yeah. an option oh, I, for the mode. Yes, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just have a lot of have, Seth Rogen issues. a lot of rules. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> <very interesting>. <laughs> <laughs> we have an ancient Talmudic script that we did freak what we out pretty hard. Whoa, hey, 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 Like you just took our last meatball or something over here. Like I just dipped into the pot looking for the meatballs and said, are there any meatballs? Did you just grind them up? Sean Jordan, our friend Zach Toscani, <laughs> makes killer meatballs. It does make killer meatballs. And, uh, With killer tomatoes. Ki hey, 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 oh, come on. Because I needed the money. I'm trying to do a oh. podcast. Uh, right. Sean dips in. He doesn't go all the way to the bottom, you know, where a meatball would fall. He's just skimming the top. He's like, 
Where are the meatballs? He didn't get any meatballs. He just thought they had been chopped up. I just thought they were chopped up very fine and the meatballs. Distributed into the sauce. He made that same thing. That's very funny. Nobody, you know. He's our sweet boy. I'm from the Midwest. You know what the Midwest is? Young and restless. Young and meatballless. Yeah, young and meatless. (laughs) Young and meatless. (laughs) Yeah, man, John Candy, dude. John Candy. Just for me personally, it was a big part of my childhood. Just those movies like Spaceballs. He was just one of the first people that I was like, man, that dude is, that person is so funny. You know? Like I, I just, I've always loved him. And yeah. Uh, time for my first pick. You can call me corny if you want. Oh, I'll call you corny care. for days, dude. Uh, I, I like probably three years ago, I came up with the idea. I don't wonder what guy keeps writing down. <laughs> so Keeping awesome. detailed notes on yeah, you yeah. and your bullshit. Too. <laughs> <laughs> and your bullshit. I think three, four years ago, I first came up with the idea for this podcast for all fantasy, everything, right? We tried to get it made different places. Uh, could never do it. Right. Uh, and then finally, because I, I know Marty from HeadGum, who's, I finally, like, he was like, hey, you got this podcast out there. Come do it at HeadGum. I did. You know, we started doing it. Eventually, the two of you joined in, yeah. right? Mother and then it became all, th- it, all three of us, Where right? Uh-huh. And we started doing it together. Sure. Uh, and it never became, like, a real family. It never felt like the podcast that we all do together until Marissa joined us. And it's been with us Uh-oh. for every episode since Uh-oh. then. I don't remember what the first one was, <laughs> but I'm taking Marissa Melnick from yes, Toronto, you are. Yes, you Ontario, are. Canada. Damn yes, it. you are. Because Great this pick. has been you. What you just won? Well, yeah. Yeah, please, God. Oh, yeah. I know Damn we it. would all pick her if we could, and like, yeah. except for Sean, who took Sean Candy, which is, <laughs> which is also a good pick. Which is also a good pick. But this podcast, doing this with with the three of you, has been one of the best things just in my entire life that I've ever done. It makes it make, brings me so much joy. Oh my goodness! And guys. it wouldn't be the show that it is without Marissa. So not even on some just like stunt pick. No, like, I feel of course, of course, favorite, of course not. You're my favorite. Like we love you so much, and like everything you do for us, it means so much. Uh, so I take Marissa. Yes, my first and, uh, pick. that's so living or dead. Me. My favorite Canadian. What I'd like yeah. you to do is put in some air horns for yourself. Yeah. Because they're for you. Horns <laughs> just you, for Marissa You now. get to put in air horns. Scream, 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 scream. Those are all you. No, for real. Yeah. I, yeah, I often no. think about where <laughs> where this would be if we had to do it ourselves. Yeah. If we, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. <laughs> if, we show up all the time and talk about how- I don't even know how to check my email right. You think I'm going to- I do whatever the knobs she turns. I don't have a keyboard. <laughs> the, well, it's amazing. The amount that like your presence has felt on this podcast without ever having a microphone in front of you is crazy. Sure. You know, yeah. in the good kind of crazy. The time that David's about to break the mic every single show. And okay. then I see those okay. fucking, Let's not... I see the levels flopping around over We're there. We're using this to bring someone else up, not put... <laughs> Another friend down. You know what I mean? That's not what we're about here. You're, there's no, there's like, I mean, we've like, the three of us, we've played like, you know, you've done, sta- I've done like when I opened for Chelsea Handler, did stand up for like 8,000 people one night, you know, yeah. written, you know, for amazing shows. Uh, had a lot of cool opportunities. I'm still, gonna be at the Velveeta. Room. He's gonna be at the Velveeta. But you know, you've done <laughs> no, big no. shows. We've yeah, all yeah, been, yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of better feelings than when you say something funny on here and get a Marissa laugh. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, is, that is the jackpot. That's that the, is jackpot. the jackpot. And you hear, I can hear it over whatever's going on. I just hear that little like, oh, like I hear yeah. it over there. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, <laughs> fucking W right there. Yeah. And we'll talk about it more on the hundredth episode. But oh, I just yeah. wanted to get that out there. Fantastic. And it's, it's uh, yeah. That's my pick. 
That well, uh, Marissa should have been the first pick. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know or what John I was doing. Candy. Or John Candy. They you know, were in, in good company. If you don't have a heart. It was always between those. He's two. in John Candy's in good company. You're not in good company. John Candy's in good Sean company. Sean did me a service by letting me be gushy for once. He's always gushy. I got to be gushy for once. I love That's it. That's why you took John Candy. I love it. Uh all right. Yeah. Also, uh, Marissa, probably pretty good hockey player, right? Just based <laughs> yeah. on yeah, yeah. What are your skating skills <laughs> like? You can't skate at all? No. She uh, said awesome. Yeah. She said awesome. She was off my... She's actually wearing ice skates on She said, Gordy right Highland got shit on me. <laughs> yeah. Now we're being xenophobic about Canadians. Uh, Guide Random, time for your first pick. Your first pick on all fantasy everything, period. Um, now, Marissa would tell you, if she had a microphone of her own, mm -hmm. that things have gotten a little Ontarian in here, yeah. okay? There's okay. a lot of focus on Anglophone <laughs> Canada. And who better to fight back at that than the man who passed Canada's official policy of multiculturalism, Pierre Elliott Trudeau, yes. former prime minister. And you're like, guy, but why not go with the sexier Trudeau option? You're, you're Justin Trudeau, because he's young, also the flashy. a, a mid-level snowboarder. Mm -hmm. Like He's good at snowboarding, <laughs> nice core strength. I would say that half of Justin Trudeau was in Pierre Elliott Trudeau for much of his life. Sure. So like, it includes that, and also, like one of the things you guys are probably too young to even remember Pierre Trudeau. Uh, a was prime minister of that country for like twenty years. Yeah. But B uh, wore shorts to a coal miner's strike. Oh. Yes. That's a move. Um, and like nothing shows you're in touch and out of touch at the same time. <laughs> like going to hang out with the miners. Maybe they were asbestos miners. I'm sorry. But uh, showing up with like a, a breezy sweater around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, dude. some shorts. Yeah, he's like, I'm here. I'm here. He's bro. Uh, Quebecois. Yeah, he's Quebecois. Yeah. Um, and he was. Oh, but like one of the things is like, like their big version of diversity is if one of your parents is francophone and one of your parents is like Irish Anglophone, and like you know, <laughs> right. getting the Catholics together that way. I think that was maybe true of him. Yeah, because his middle name, his middle name being pronounced Elliot instead of Elio, was like a thing. That was a big deal that had to be mentioned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he's the man who, like, everyone loved him and thought he was the best thing ever. It, he was such a sensation that they called it Trudeau mania. Women were fainting. Uh, and then he nationalized their oil supply and everyone hated him because he fucked up the economy. <laughs> but he was still, he was prime minister off and on between 1967 and 1984, which Damn. is, like, longer at a job than any of us will ever last. Ever. Fuck yeah, yeah by a long Longer shot. than I ever even thought about last <laughs> At a job? I didn't, <laughs> they wouldn't let me in the building that yeah. for that long. Yeah, you did your time. Four days of the car wash. <laughs> did he help quell the Quebec separatist movement? Too? Oh, it was a thing. Yeah. Okay, so, um, <laughs> like, uh, you know, they, they started in the late, uh, like, Quebec had this real sort of, like, crazy transformation in the 60s and then they started getting separatist and they kidnapped two people yeah. and he like sent Whoa. in the army and was like there's no law in Quebec except for me now and uh, all of the all of the Quebecois were like so pissed off at him or a lot of the Quebecois were but he like was the big face of Francophone Canada that said like no we need to stay in this country we are part of this country yeah really the dude who held the country together that's amazing damn yeah yeah that is and also he had a hot kid. He did have a hot kid. Justin Trudeau is so hot. dreamy. Now that, he really it, that is. That is Buck right there. Yes. That's Buck. <laughs> Those eyes, man. Yeah, that dude fills out a room. Easy. He's like that easy kind of hot, you know what I mean? Where you he walks in and if it's hot, it gets a little cooler. Have uh -huh. you seen have you seen the photo of him planking? 
No, nope. no, uh, it's I'm like on him. It. I just it's the... him. he's holding onto a table. He's holding onto a table and supporting his entire body, just sort of planked there. And oh my god, yeah, bro, we got another. That's the first time I've heard that. I've never heard that from the Marissa. For those who can't hear, Marissa just goes, "Whoa!" I don't think we've ever had a president who could do that. No, no. those Man. goddamn abs. Oh my god, look at that. That's core work. That's from carving up the pow pow. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, hitting, yeah. That, hitting that cold smoke, bro. Yeah. My got body's your never done that. On? <laughs> my body's never made that move. <laughs> oh my god! Here's a picture of his dad doing it. What? Yeah. No, fuck. <laughs> I told Whoa. you. So add that. <laughs> add that shit in. Wow. Also, Leo. here's a picture of him with his shirt off in a fighter's pose. Yeah. Really. He did celebrity boxing. Like, they made a bad choice. <laughs> no one's saying it was a good idea to elect him. And he bounced back. Hell yeah. How is he, how is he doing? He's doing okay. Yeah. I, I mean, like, it, it really is. Luckily, he has lots of smart people around him who tell him what to do, yeah. and he listens to them, and that's all it really takes. Yeah. But uh, sometimes he can be a bit of a haircut. <laughs> but, what a, but what a haircut. Yeah. What a haircut. I saw that tattoo. Uh, sure. Excellent pick. Pierre Trudeau. Hell yeah. Of Montreal. Uh, David, it is time for your first and second picks. I feel like a, a butthole because now I'm going back to Ontario. <laughs> going back to Ontario. I feel like a butthole. But I'm picking possibly one of the greatest sportsmen of all time. I'm picking Wayne's Gre- Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. No sure. one's going to argue with that. Yeah, Just dude. like for dominating a field. What, David, do you still have like 40 records? The great one. Once, yeah. like, scored 100 goals in like 16 seasons. He, he, like, it's he, nuts. It's crazy. Like, you look at his stats compared to Michael Jordan or anybody else, it's like, that's about as dominant like as you can Will get. It's like if Will Chamberlain happened, but in the late 80s and 90s. It, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But for like you know, a, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You miss 100% of the picks you don't draft. So, <laughs> so I'm pretty He's stoked that you took it. like that. <laughs> It's the kind of friends we are. <laughs> Dude, that's one of the best quotes there's ever. Fucking no, made. it is. Yeah. It's incredible. Ever. He's like, I like, yeah, just like as a, as some, as a competitive person, it's just the idea of dominating a field is. You don't really get much better than but that. Also, he was so Canadian about the way he dominated. Like, yeah. he, there was yeah. always something a little bit retiring about him. Yeah, and he's not. Yeah, he's just like I can't. I don't under like if I was that good at anything, I'd have. So many red cars and just like <laughs> so many red cars. Just like I'd grow more chest hair somehow. And just like I could he it's nuts. You never he's not right. Like Mike, we have Michael Jordan, but he's like a monster. Yeah, dude. He's he like was. a terrible guy. Yeah, yeah. He was so good, he made people care about hockey in Los Angeles in uh-huh. a way that still yeah. reverberates. I mean, not yeah. as big as it was when Gretzky was here, but like People still care now. People well, that's go why to they're, that's Kings why there's games. Kings fans for sure. hundred percent. One hundred percent. And like a lot of in America too. He was so good. People are like, well, I gotta check with this guy. Yeah, I got it. Guess I'm going down to the hockey rink in LA. Yeah. <laughs> after after playing in Ed, Edmonton, yeah, for the Edmonton Oilers. Who are you telling? Time. You think I didn't know? That? I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> you think hard you read not talk with you? My, my shirt's off. You can read all my tattoos. He's Edmonton, got a full Oilers. Edmonton Oilers tattoo <laughs> on his shirt. His wife was with messy too, right, Janet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Janet Gretzky, did she get in trouble because she like like for like tampering with the uh, with players or something like this that? Sounds fine. I don't know anything about she this. She co-owned the Phoenix Coyotes, which I don't think are even a hockey team anymore. No. Anyway, that sounds like a T-ball team. There might be some that's the Phoenix my second, Coyotes. That's my second pick. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Phoenix Coyotes. <laughs> uh, no, dude, the great one, man. Yeah, Hell Wayne yeah. Gretzky, also pro- probably responsible for Wayne being a name we think is very Canadian. Or are there a bunch of Canadian Waynes? Marissa, well, how many Waynes well, yeah, do you have in your life? Question. It's a sad 
Zero Waynes, other than Gretzky on her radar. I don't. The only other Wayne I think of is Wayne like Campbell. When I think well, of Wayne. Oh, you're buzzing the tower. You're no, buzzing you're the okay. tower. All right? okay. You're buzzing I, I, the listen, tower. I just spilled coffee all. I got the aviators. I just spilled coffee all over <laughs> right. myself. I, no, I, I feel you, Wayne. He looks like a Wayne ass Gretzky motherfucker yeah. too. Wayne ass Gretzky. <laughs> Wag, bro. Sean looked a little bit like uh, Tom Cruise, right? A little bit. Hold on. Put the glasses on. The on. listeners is really going to resonate. Hold on. We were <laughs> inverted. <laughs> I feel like he was sitting back when he said it too, just like a dick. We were. Inverted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wayne Gretzky, the great one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, That's a Second solid one. He really did just like to put a point on it. Like the level at which he dominated hockey, and the, 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 his records will stand forever. Like in the NBA, like Will Chamberlain, but he played like in the sixties and seventies when like everybody else looked like before, me. Yeah, before you know? <laughs> before, before if you if you played before the merger, it's yeah, like, it's like a little weird. Like, yeah. yeah, but uh, but Wayne Gretzky did it like in the fucking modern era. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wayne, uh, Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky first pick. Your second pick. Second pick. This guy went off the rails towards the end. I understand. <laughs> All right, went off the rails towards the end. In the beginning, a guy that I was like really <laughs> like just his sense of humor. Like I just. There was something about this guy from the when I was a kid watching Trading Places. It's just Aykroyd. Yeah. Oh, I, Dan Aykroyd. That is a beautiful choice. Yes. Yeah. Was on my list. Beautiful. Yes, thank you. Beautiful selection. It's I just man. He like. I think. I feel like. And then reading like the forty year SNL book and stuff, and just like what happened when I was young. Like when I first read that book, just being like, this guy is like. His humor, I just identify with. He was a wild boy. Like yeah, he just, was. Like I just. Like, I love that. He's so funny to me. He's so funny. I like to it me. when a wild motherfucker makes it because I'm like, okay, yeah, right, I don't have to be at home reading st- the Bible every night. You hear those stories about him when they, and just like he's so cool. Like <laughs> when you hear about how he wasn't even sure he wanted to do SNL because he was like, I got like a cool gig going on up here. I'm like the man. Like he just, I really like Dan Aykroyd. I, yeah. What happened? I don't care about towards, aliens. <laughs> what happened towards the end that you're saying he like? Fell oh, he off just the rails he's like a kind of aliens guy. Oh, he's really into aliens. He's just being a weird yeah, old dude. Yeah, that's fine. But I aliens just, like, I can handle. Just like, being so, so much stuff he's done is just so f- even like, like stuff that stuff that I didn't even identify with at the time. But like, big American, like dude, all that stuff is like gross, so funny to me. Still. Gross Point Blank. Forget about yeah. it. Yeah. One of the best fucking Girls movies. Point, like, he's a fucking so funny. Blues brother, dude. Yeah. yeah. He like, can look cool next to Belushi. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's a hard thing. Back in those days, that was like a hard thing to do, man. Yeah. Belushi was cool. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, Dan Aykroyd, man. I, yeah. And as far as like, I love Canadian humor a lot in sure. general, but he's like at the top of the. Dude, you get him me. in Tommy Boy? You got one over on me, kid. <laughs> oh yeah! yeah. Yes. You put one over on the big guy. Save the flavor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, don't, flavor. I don't know how it's regarded now, but I really like spies like us too. Oh, spies like no, us yeah. are so good. Yeah, spies yeah, like us. I think it's still hilarious. Yeah, I think right? so. Right? Yeah. Holds I never up. know what the fucking like. You know the... why movies like that hold up? Huh. It's because of the people that are in them. Dan Aykroyd being Dan one. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. yeah. Great outdoors as well. Yeah. <laughs> but like... you think that wasn't my plan? Why the only reason I wanted to bookend it would have been to pick those two for the Great Outdoors. He is so good, and you know what? No, it's in hot dogs. Lips and assholes is the best. When he's my mom, Kelly Jordan loses her fucking mind. Someone watching the Great Outdoors and that bat's in there flying uh-huh. around, and John Candy comes out. He's like, "That's a, that's a big one. It's about, it's about a foot long." And Dan Aykroyd's going, "Wow, <laughs> wow, wow." Roman dude, his license plate says Roman One on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go God. introduce Mr. Thick Dick to Mr. Urinal Cake. Forget about it. Yeah. God. And that voice is so like his voice is so like. 
And I don't know if that's a Canadian accent, but to me, that's what they all say. I don't know, man. Well, I no, so much I, I think of, like, the, the fact that he is, like, from Ottawa um, and his, like, dad was in, like, poly- or, like, government kind of. And, like, his mastery of, like, boring respectability. And, yes. like, using that as a counterpoint to the insanity of what he's doing is, like, so much of why I love him. Yeah. You know what he reminds me of, I think, and it's, like, another one of my favorite characters is, like, he always plays like a Hank Hill kind of thing. Does <laughs> yeah. that make sense? Like, yeah. like, like you said, like it's like he's a real normal guy, but then it's I don't know. Yeah, that mid that mid career Dan Aykroyd for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And Trading Places is Trading yeah. Places is so good. And was he in the Britney Spears movie Crossroads? He was. Yeah. Uh, was he the dad? Written by Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes what? wrote that. Yeah. Are you serious? Shut the fuck up, yes. really? Look, Whoa. man, everybody's got a hustle Busta's somehow. Busta's wife, dude. Busta. Man, <laughs> Leanne, Shonda, and Busta Rhymes. <laughs> One the of the rhymes. big, one of the true power families. <laughs> and there's actually in there's a rapper from Fort Worth named Bing Rhymes that not a lot of people know about. <laughs> I wonder why. You gotta go, dude. <laughs> All right, I'll just trip walk out of here. I'll be gone. <laughs> oh man, that's like that. What is? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, M Night Shyamalan wrote some crazy movie, didn't he? Yeah, he some wrote a bunch of movie. Them. No, yeah, yeah. but uh, oh yeah, Stuart Little. <laughs> the movie, the screenplay for Stuart Little. M. Night Shyamalan? M. Night Shyamalan. Really? There was a twist ending. I did not think he was going to win that boat race. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't see it coming. <laughs> I just, you know? <laughs> uh, excellent. Dan Aykroyd. Hell yeah. 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 Solid. Guy, time for your second pick. All right. So <laughs> first pick, I, I went with a classic choice. Sure. Second pick, I'm going to go with Hot Now. Uh, I'm going to select Ms. Sandra O. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now we're all we're all very much in the moment of first Asian American actress to be nominated for uh best actress at the Emmys, but pretend like this woman has been firsting so hard for the past 20 years. She's been working so hard. She's had like three careers now. Like Oh, yes. We all know Sideways. We all know Grey's Anatomy. Uh, we all know Killing Eve. But like in like in between, she was doing so much goddamn work. Start out with those Genie Award-winning performances in Canada. Your double happiness. Your long life prosperity and happiness. Fucking doing like God's work of showing up and saying, yeah, Canada, you didn't know that you needed a Korean Canadian actress who was the best <laughs> actress in the country. I'm going to fucking no. show you that you sure. need it. Comes to America, fucking Arliss. How many Arliss. cable? Damn, I forgot about Arliss. How many cable Arliss. ace awards did she rack up over that time? Arliss, like, shit. This bitch has been working the whole goddamn time. Fucking Princess Diaries. Yes. Like, um, recently I was watching, uh, it was like an Asian American sort of like performers talking about like, you know, uh, not seeing themselves in media and what it was like coming up. And she really, uh, she's like, Hollywood is like a bad boyfriend. When things are going poorly, like don't get mad, just get drunk and go to the movies and like Dog. hang out with your friends. And like the extent to which she has always in an industry that did not at all want or need her found ways of like doing what she does and also still fucking goes back to Canada and makes a movie with Mina Shum every now and again to remind everybody that uh like uh, Asian Canadian women exist. Yeah, this is where I came from. Damn. Uh, Fuck yeah. <laughs> you weren't in on Sandra O before that. I don't you're know. Yeah, Sandra you're in o now. You gotta be in. The other day, I've been looking for a new show and I was telling Ian this. The other night I was sitting in my bed, I was like, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna start Grey's Anatomy. It's and I got ma- it's a tall man. I've never yeah. watched it. Yeah. I got like twenty minutes in, I'm like, 
what am I doing? 14 seasons, 24 episodes. <laughs> have you have you watched um uh Killing Eve though? No. Oh, fucking get in on Killing yep. Eve. Yeah. It's I need a new so and then that's I started watching Succession, I think that yeah. night is when I finally dipped in. But I need a new show. So Killing Eve might Killing be Killing Eve. Oh, well, yeah. let's watch it together. Sounds We're good. Gonna crypt it. I, I I missed it. But that's uh who's that writer? Is it from the oh, yeah, British that, one, right? Yeah. Uh Fleabag, the woman who did Fleabag. Yeah, Fleabag, yeah. yeah. I forget her name, but yeah, that's her her okay. next thing. It's supposed to be great. That's what nope. you got nominated for, right? Yep. Sandra, yeah. Fuck yes, Sandra. That's one of those people where you're like, if she shows up on screen, you're like, oh hell yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, you're like, yeah. this is gonna be, this is gonna be real good. Yeah. You know, yeah. Shouts to Sandra Oh, dude. Uh, She's also, I'm, you know her. If you heard that and think that you don't know her when you see her, you're oh, you like, know Sandra. Oh, oh yeah, you I know love Sandra. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a fun feeling that would be to be one of those people. Like if someone didn't know me, then oh shit, yeah, I love you. No, nah, I want to stay in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We got a orchestral maneuvers in the dark, dude. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. League of Shadows, I get it. Uh, time for my first, second pick. Second pick. My second pick. I've ta- I've taken them before. I've taken them before in a draft I that like happened this. this year. This is fun. I have to take them. Okay. I love them so much. I'm taking Martin Short. Sure. Yeah. 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 Just not like that. That man's presence on screen. He's so funny. I laugh at everything he does, dude. Uh, got to meet him briefly. One of the sweetest. Just so sweet. And you see him, and you're like, oh fuck, it's Martin Short. Uh, We've talked about this before. Jimmy yeah. Glick, one of the best. It's so good. It is so funny. Shows funny. Of so all funny. time. And it holds up so hard. It so really, hard. It's, it's so I good. Think it's, I like it more now. <laughs> yeah. Than, I when get it more when, now. than when it was on the first time. Yep. Who was the character he brought from um, SCTV to SNL? Um, uh, I must say, you guys are too young I to remember say. this. No, I know. Yes. I, the, the guy with the hair. Yes. Oh, shit. What was that character? He name? had an animated Saturday morning cartoon when there were Saturday morning cartoons. What a. Um, it was so delightful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, him and uh, him and what? Steve O. They're doing their. Not Steve O. Whoa. <laughs> Steve I meant, I meant Whoa. Steve. I was going Steve Martin, Steve O. I mean, but then Netflix I was like, Wait already a minute. green light. <laughs> 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 I mean, both Steve O and Martin Ed Grimley. Ed Grimley. Ed Grimley. Yeah, Ed Grimley. Yeah. But they're both very physical performers. I would like to see them go do some pranks together. Yeah. <laughs> my mom my mom used to give me the Ed Grimley. He was the one that had his hair like up at yes. a point, right? Yeah. Uh, was it the Danzig or was it up? It was up. Up. Yeah. My mom used to do that in the bath in the bathtub. Yeah. You do that when you're drunk now. I do. <laughs> What am you I just favorite? make you shake the, your hair. You though. do that. The his the Nathan Thurm, the lawyer character. You yeah. know what the SNL. So good. Yeah. I didn't say that. Who said that? And he's like pouring sweat, like the lawyer advocate for these big corporations that are fucking. Up. <laughs> it's so the, those weird seasons of SNL when like he and Christopher Guest and um, Harry Shearer yeah. were just like. Doing their own thing in no relation to the people who were in like live action sketches. Right, and the other one where they yeah. just went off and like filmed all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. God, they were so good. He's just in another one of those, like, I, th- I think we try to do this here, and I think this is probably like a, a thing like we're just about in jet is like it's comedy that leads with positivity. Uh huh. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And That's like, <laughs> this, I mean, there's room for all of it, but it's, it's like that Martin Short stuff. It's like comfort food a little bit. You know what I mean? Watching the way he's funny. And the characters he plays, it's like very sweet and driven by sweetness, yeah. but still hilarious. I mean, Three Amigos is amazing. It's oh, man. one <laughs> of the best movies yeah. there's ever been. He plays like sweet and naive so well. Uh, and I just I just really love him. He's somebody like, I know he's like big and famous, but he's someone like who in my own personal esteem, I, I think I love more than like maybe the gen pop does. But yeah. I think everybody loves him, but I'm just like, every time yeah. I see him, I get yeah. very stoked. Another Ontario guy, Hamilton. This one, Martin Short. <laughs> Ontario's really going for it. Ontario's is like, is that the, 
What's the LA it's, of Canada? Uh, Toronto. Toronto okay. is yeah. the LA, Chicago, and New York of Canada. <laughs> really? But like Ontario is like over 40% of the population of the country. Really? Okay. I didn't know that. That's gnarly. I'm coming through with some Nova Scotians later, though. Don't worry. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I no, got a no, Nova I'm Scotian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to find out what. Oh, wait, no. David, you're not other end. No, uh, Sean, <laughs> it's time for your second and third picks. Uh, so my second pick is going to be a one, uh, Catherine O'Hare. Oh, oh nice choice. Yeah. yeah. Just absolutely fantastic. For me, it's going back to Beetlejuice. That's where I'm digging from. But I mean, all the, all the Christopher Guest movies and everything. I mean, she's just fucking brilliant. So Always good. So, so, so funny. Can play that kind of like, like that tense humor, you yeah. know, like the, like. That nervous. I, yeah. I again, I'm going to be a bit, just that nervous energy, uh, so goddamn funny all yeah. the time mm. and the characters that she plays in all the christopher guest movies are fantastic another second city person huh from oh t- from toronto itself well now that i'm learning it's 40 percent of the goddamn population Can't feel so bad about it <laughs> yeah no, a lot of no. people came out of sctv too uh, yeah. short did she did uh john candy did i'm not sure i don't know about john candy actually but uh yeah what else she what else she's in that is she in schitt's creek Oh yeah, yeah. she's yeah. in that, right? That was Laura's That's dad a, got us into that, and it's uh, actually Carmel. Saint Sue Carmel loves that show. It's a really good show. Yeah, it's you have to. It's one of those you see it on Netflix. You're like, I don't know about all this. My mom and my niece love it, and I have not watched it, and I feel bad. The name turns me off. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I get it, but it sh- it shouldn't. Go ahead. Oh, uh, it's only a matter of time before I find myself at a party at um, <laughs> Eugene, with Eugene Levy's gay son and sure. have to be like, oh, I love your work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that kid Watch rips, by the episodes. way. He's so good in that show. And I just like their dynamic, too, like father and son in yeah, real life feel, and in the show. You can feel it. You and know. he's like a... Like an EP on the show or something, right? Yeah. Or like a co-creator? Yeah, he created it. God, that's Damn, so she was in Wyatt Earp? I don't even remember that. I don't know that I've seen Wyatt Earp as my allegiance lies to Tombstone. Uh, you so. are a Tombstone, man. <laughs> I'm, you are uh, a Tombstone, there's, man. there's one Wyatt Earp, and uh, his name is Kurt Russell. Uh, the mom in fucking Home Alone, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were saying that about the frustrated energy, and the beautiful thing about that declaration of Kevin is it's like this one moment where you finally get all that Catherine O'Hara energy in the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're waiting. Saving it up. As an audience yeah. member, you're just like, it's fucking Kevin. You're screaming Kevin! it. And you're yeah. just Kevin! And when the dad's like, that's it. I left the garage door open. Yeah. No, it's not it. And you're just like shaking the fucking TV like it's a pinball machine. <laughs> that is a great like build up. You're so like, ah, uh, you, you left know, your you've kid. Know, you've known you the left whole your time. <laughs> <laughs> you've known the whole goddamn time. But she, I mean, she is really amazing. Those Christopher Guest movies too. Oh, dude, yeah, those she, are fucking good. The last one wasn't though, right? What the I don't know that I saw. Whatever. No, I'm thinking of like Best like. in Show and like uh, Mighty Wind, Mighty Wind. I even, Mighty like uh, I thought the the, the for, for your consideration for your consideration. Yeah, I really liked even. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, God, I just I want, web. I want Parker Posey to work. That's all I care yeah. about. Sure. <laughs> yep, I agree. Uh, and also connecting the dots, Home Alone, John Candy, John Candy, one of the. Kenosha Kickers yeah. at the end of Home Alone yeah, with Kenosha Catherine Kickers. O'Hara in the back of the U-Haul. Polka, polka, polka. Oh, you never heard of us? Polka, polka, polka. No? Well, yeah. <laughs> I love that that he just thought, well, obviously she knows who the Kenosha Kickers are. Yeah. Who the fuck wouldn't know? She's on the circuit. We're yeah. the Kenosha goddamn Kickers. We've been in Sheboygan. We've been in Oshkosh. We've been in Eau Claire. Appleton, dog. Salt St. Marie. No? <laughs> no, we got over to Moorhead one time. Uh, Catherine O'Hara, great pick. And your third pick? Third pick. Uh, I'm going just off the well, man. Ooh, I see. I'm I'm wondering if one of you is going to pick this because the importance of what this person did would be the only reason why I pick them. 
I, okay. I didn't even know this until last night. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick James Naismith Ooh. as he invented basketball. Solid you. choice. <laughs> Fucking prick. But I'm only going off That's of- That's all right. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. I, uh, no, go I, ahead. I knew you he invented weed basketball. Too. You're the guy who picked weed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't smoke weed, and I picked weed on one of these drafts. What was it? The sm- things that it was things that smell good. Smell or good. Smells. Uh, smells. Yeah. yeah. And weed smells good. You and you know does. what? You know yeah. what else? You know what else is good? Basketball playboy. <laughs> I, uh, basketball doesn't smell good. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, fucking blood, sweat, and tears, dog. Doctor James Smith. Yeah, Doctor James Naismith, Canadian yeah. man. I always thought he was. Uh, I don't know why. I just thought he was from the states, and I only knew he invented basketball from an old episode of Saved by the Bell. Where Zach is in a trivia bowl, yeah. and they say who invented basketball. He's the guy who hung up the peach baskets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Naismith. I don't have a ton to say about it. Sure, but the importance of what he did. I mean, to his me, legacy lives on. Yeah. Well, with how much I love basketball, I feel like everybody just basketball is just such a no. Everybody awesome knows your ball is born like in uh, <laughs> Ontario. Yeah, yeah. Uh, invented at the University of Kansas, though I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is he is Canadian. He, yeah, yeah, he did it. Uh, most of it happened here. And Laura was wondering if that was cheating or not. And I'm like, no, no, born no, in no, Canada, no. still so. a Canadian. Yeah, he did yeah. it. Tell us a couple more things about James. I cannot. I cannot what are some of your favorite things about basketball? <laughs> basketball, it's the best thing in the world. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's a sport where people don't get hurt, uh-huh. which is why well, they get hurt. But they, they tear their knees massively. and shit. <laughs> yeah. They tear their knees and shit. You're talking to a Portland Trailblazer fan saying players don't get hurt. <laughs> See, I feel like this energy is coming at me. You're one of my best friends me. in the whole world. I'm going to choke you to death. <laughs> it's coming at Keep me. Keep the mics running. Because I took James Naismith is what's happening. I like that basketball is a floor show. That's inside. It is the closest a sport can get to being cabaret. Yeah. You know? What? You just wow. like you have a drink, you're like sitting like 40, wow. 40 feet away from them. You're like, this is fun. It's so yeah. dramatic. You can watch the bench and see like yeah. that, the, that yeah, those the dynamics. dynamics too. You can tell who people like which people don't like each other. Yeah, when they're mad at each other. Yeah. One of the big things and this is like about basketball that I love is that it is, I think, by far one of the most storyline-driven sports. And I think that is why it's gotten so big. In football, one, you know, teams like are good one year and then not good the next year. You know, players like are maybe only good for like three years or so. Baseball, nobody gives a fuck about for the most part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and even then, there's like different players. But in basketball, people are famous for 15 years. Yeah, like the LeBron saga. You don't even have to enjoy the sport of basketball. No, to just like watch him like a soap opera. Yeah, he's it's, his own. He's his, it's its own storyline. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I think it's because it's, so it's the sport. At least like what you're talking about to as it happens. Yeah, it's the most exposed. It's the most exposed. We don't know what's going on in the dugout. We don't necessarily know what's going on under their helmets. What they're saying. You huh. know what I mean? Basketball. Basketball they're right s- on the court. Yeah, sitting right next to Ian on the fucking court. That was a good day. That was crazy. That was a good day. That ramped up the love for basketball quite a bit. Damn, we might have to do that again this God, year. God, that was I nuts, said it was dude. a once-in-a-lifetime thing. It might be once a year. <laughs> I was planning on it being a zero-in-a-lifetime thing. We got to sit courtside because Ian's a fucking saint, and uh, it was amazing. I dude. was right here, and where you're sitting was an NBA basketball player guy. Just right there. It was there. amazing. It was so nuts. I'm yeah. dazzled. It I don't was... care. I don't care about them at all. <laughs> yeah, but it was... <laughs> sitting that close you can. <laughs> also, the food was free. Yeah. Also, the food was free. And that's uh, always, and the Dr. James free. Naismith. Yeah, dude. Great pick. <laughs> I don't like bumming anyone out on no, the draft. Please. You no, didn't really, you're it's, great. You know, you didn't like bum me out in life. No, yeah. <laughs> but in the draft, yeah. I'm but bummed. that just uh yeah, I was really I was really happy when I learned that last night too. Uh yeah, with my th- with my third pick. Let's hear it. What do you got? I'm gonna take uh uh the director, James Cameron. Oh, oh wonderful. He's Canadian. Yeah, he's, he Canadian. Was Canadian. he's from uh Whoa. he's from Ontario. Specifically a place, Marissa, you might have to cor- correct my pronunciation. Kapus Kapus Casing? Kapus Casing? 
No, all right. Cool. I want it to be Kapuskasing. <laughs> That's Kapuskasing. That's according to Wikipedia. That could be wrong too. But dog, Terminator. Oh yeah, The Abyss. Little, little picture called Terminator Two. Little picture called True Lies. A uh, little series called Entourage, Small where he directs seri- Aquaman. Uh-oh. He is <laughs> in a helicopter in Entourage. Just wanting to tell Vince that he he's got the part in Aquaman. Vince, how'd you like to go play Aquaman for me, buddy? Vince, I'm in a helicopter for some reason. Vince, you're not you up there know. with your three best friends who can't snowboard about ready to do this Black Diamond, are you? He's a... <laughs> you are? Cool. Aliens. Fucking, uh, like you said, Aqu- Aquaman. Uh, fuck, what am I blanking? Oh, Avatar, and then the six sequels they made without yeah, ever asking us if we wanted them. That's Yeah, those, that, I remember finding those out where I'm like, they got an Avatar plan for 2022. How is one of them not out yet? You think one of them would be out <laughs> yet? crazy. Well, also, he directed two of the highest grossing films of all time, and neither of them are The Abyss or True Lies. Yeah, it's Titanic. Like, how is that Titanic. Possible? I know, right? Yeah. Fucking I, Titanic. I need to revisit The Abyss. The Abyss it's is been so years. Good. He's in, he's also like a deep sea diver. He like we got into like via Titanic, so yeah. now he takes like well, submarines. I mean, you're deep. a scuba guy though. I'm a scuba guy. That's the thing. I'm a scuba There's guy. There's the guy. link. That's you how it started. It's really that self-contained yeah. underwater Wait, breathing are you apparatus. Scuba trained? I'm scuba trained. How was it? It's great. It's he's great. also duba trained. A lot of people don't do that. Yeah, I do scuba <laughs> and duba. I do scuba and duba. <laughs> <laughs> no, which is where you have a full face mask with a joint in it. I was yeah. gonna say, uh, indulge, uh, indulge the listeners because obviously I know what duba duba diving Wait, is. What is duba? Is that just a thing you made up? I always used to think people said scuba duba. Oh. I guess they don't. <laughs> I've thought that my whole life. I think I just said it as a kid, and my mom was like, "Yeah, say it." Yeah, David, doobie. everyone says that. I thought, I thought when you say scuba, you say dupe. Like I, I've always felt we, that way. My whole family is scuba divers. My dad got. Do they say duba? No, they don't. No, <laughs> not one of them. Okay. My dad no, got okay. certified right like word. in the seventies when it was like real. My dad's kind of a daredevil in a yeah. weird way. Yeah, that's like now a he does badass thing. Cave to do. diving. Oh. Ooh. Which is great because he's in his sixties mm-hmm. and he loves it. Ivan Carmel's gnarly dude. Ivan Carmel's a gnarly dude. He Ivan Carmel. Buck. I once asked, we were leaving Tacoma. I've said this before, but we were leaving Tacoma. There was a Taylor Swift concert the night before, and he was driving our friend Zach. <laughs> Zach and me, he was driving us back to Portland because he came up to see Ian. Ian was flying out. We'd all done the comedy club. So we're driving back with Ivan. I go, Ivan, how do you think that Taylor Swift concert went last night? And he goes, who gives a fuck? And then he just started driving. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever sports car he was driving. It was so dope, dude. You were, yeah, probably the Audi, right? You guys yeah. were crammed in the back of that thing. You're so goddamn Midwest. I was in shotgun. Yeah, that's where he's, yeah, oh, that's, hell yeah. That's where he said it. I, I was like, I just don't like kombucha. He goes, you're so goddamn Midwestern, it makes me sick. He is a well, strong beautiful. wind blowing out of Brooklyn, that man. <laughs> a strong wind blowing out of Brooklyn. <laughs> Five nine. Yeah, yeah. Five nine, like all that's, of it. That's, that's all you need. You're doing it right. <laughs> I mentioned we had a phone call last night, uh, and I mentioned that I might be thinking about buying a house. I wake up this morning at nine, <laughs> nine on a Saturday. I'm not even like you know sleeping in. It's nine. I have two missed calls from him, and five missed calls from various realtors in the Los Angeles oh area. Oh my god. Who, we talked at eight o'clock last night. I have no idea what, at what time he placed these calls on a Saturday. That's wonderful. To realtors, and they're all, like, I've got. They've been hitting me up since we started recording I love this podcast. That on a Saturday. So like, all of a sudden, I'm like, I was like, maybe I'm in the market soon. I'm in the market now, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he put to, you in the game. According to Ivan Martin Carmel. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's what's good in the middle. Martin. I didn't know that. Absolutely. That's the, that's the meat and the sandwich. Uh, yeah. Well, if you see, you'll see it on the bar mitzvah certificate. <laughs> I have seen it. Right, the... right under uh, Yisrael ben Solomon. Okay. Wait. And now are you, yeah. you're Jewish, right? Yochanan ben Yisrael. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, oh, scuba diving. It's amazing. <laughs> it's wonderful. 
Uh, it's so placid. Is it well, scary? It can, no, it's not at all it's scary. It's so quiet, right? It's less scary than swimming. Because you're swimming, scary. you have no idea what's under there. When you're under there, sh- the bubbles, like people, scuba divers don't really get attacked by sharks because they don't look at you like food. Because oh, there's really? like bubbles and like, uh, yeah, they don't, like a scuba diver has never been killed by a shark. My wetsuit just looks like blood though. <laughs> well, you're, you are a blood, right? No, <laughs> no you're don't a crap. you yeah. dare. Well, if there's any don't sharks who are blood, then you're in trouble. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's so, it's so peaceful and beautiful. And yeah. like, it seems like it'd be very peaceful. Yeah. yeah. One, the, the thing I like about it, I mean, as like, as a heavier dude is like that feeling of just like, Oh, being, being weightless. Of being weightless well, we've talked like about complete that being freedom. Yeah. yeah. That's why you do flips in the pool. That's why fat guys are always flipping yeah. in pools. I'm like, Can Oh I... shit. I'm, I'm like, yeah. Can I tell a self-congratulatory anecdote very briefly? Yes. yes. I uh, was in Antigua, was going snorkeling, yeah, um, like got uh, like boated off to where the coral reef was. I was like, they didn't have flippers to fit my feet. I was a little bit scared about whether I would be able to keep up and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I jumped out and it was like, okay. And then the guy I was with who was like kind of a like ripped gay guy with no body fat to keep him up, jumped in the water, became completely terrified by how much energy it took <laughs> to keep himself up. And then he climbed back up into the boat for like the next hour. Oh, and damn. I was fine because nature keeps me afloat. Yeah, sure. this is a home game for me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it is a beautiful, when we go to the beach, I'll just like, I'll just stay in the water Ian for hours. Oh, yeah. and just fights the waves, dude. I love well, it. Well, also as a gigantic guy, there aren't that many situations when you get tossed about. Yeah, when you yeah. feel, so, yeah. sure. it I feels love. nice. I love yeah. to go stand on the waves and just get my shit rocked because yeah. I'm like, this never happens in real yeah. life. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. Unless uh, we've never, we've never been across the line from each other. Nose tackle to center. No, well, that, that's <laughs> yeah, what you were. were. I was, I was a left tackle, but man, I'll man, play a goddamn you, center. Would, uh, you were out there <laughs> fucked up. I would have <laughs> loved if I lined up and you were a left tackle. <laughs> I would have loved that. I just thought I'm in the three point coach. <laughs> coach Dwayne. <laughs> just yelling mouse in the house, dude. <laughs> You're just leaning down. What are you doing? Calling my sister all night, dude. <laughs> I don't even know your sister, man. Uh, that was, oh God, I used to let, do you play football? I did play football. Yeah, we have to. Yes. We get conscripted into it. So we all played football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Well, I was <laughs> we played football. Some of, some of us were playing football. Some of us were doing the splits to impress yeah. our teammates. I did the I did the I got a bit about it, but I did the splits at practice one time because I thought it would impress everybody. He grew up to Taekwondo. It, it, it did not. Like, if you could see the look on guy's face, because he understands how ridiculous you read the situation completely wrong. I couldn't I, have read it wronger. I don't know how you saw that energy and you were like, you know what I'm going to do to get these guys on my side. Dude, Pop I walked up. Prepared you for a scenario where football players would never want to see that. For real, yeah. I walked up in this kid, Eric Johnson. He, so this is how he goes. You can do the splits, right? And I go, can I? And I boom, boom, <laughs> straight down to the splits. And they, the, you know what came out of their mouths. You, you know, you know. you know what's wild is if that if you had, were on the varsity Westview High School football team, mm-hmm. 2003, yeah, 2002, uh-huh. when I was, you know, senior year for me, graduated in 03. Just for the listeners who are keeping on. <laughs> Wikipedia up to date, but the football season happened enough too. Uh, it would have gone over well. <laughs> we had a weird senior year where like all the best players were like kind of like nerds. Uh huh. So like I was in like AP Western Civ with a quarterback. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and like all that stuff. Like, that sounds tight. It was, that sounds all the awesome. jockey guys were like sucked. 
Yeah. They were still on the football team, but they were like terrible. They weren't very good. Juniors right, um, and like sophomores were taking their positions and stuff. Well, I, it was I a also, fun year. I feel like if you were on varsity, yeah, you could have made it work. I don't know what you're out there doing JV splits for. Though. Yeah. That's it a was, crazy thing. JV to do. splits was wild. <laughs> That's lovely though. Fifteen year old boys haven't quite learned how gender works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> New. It was fucking I just like the idea of thinking decade. You, you saying, Can I? <laughs> like, this is it, Sean, don't blow it. <laughs> I might as well have just thrown my arms like, Can I? And then boom, straight down. It oh, was no. fucking That's gnarly. So wonderful. They were yeah. only robbing themselves of seeing a pretty cool thing in the yeah. No, no, no. Uh yeah, James Cameron. <laughs> I love putting a button on it. Yeah, James yeah, Cameron. I mean, James Cameron. I am still fascinated by this because you like can't slide out because you have cleats on. A whole bit about it. So uh, okay. Well, so so what happened is I so I thought because I was in my mind I was like do the fucking splits right now because they're gonna think it's cool and then I slammed my foot into the ground and I did like a shimmy where it's like a like uh-huh. a baby deer standing up you know those shaky like yes. I shimmied all the way down to the ground and <laughs> then didn't even hit it clean. But yeah, it was the left leg cheerleader splits. Uh, just like that. This is the first act of the movie about how you became a straight drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. Let's write it. I'd watch that. Yeah. yeah. You tried it? Huh? You would try it or you tried it? I could. No, I've never oh. tried it. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you can split, you can death drop. <laughs> I don't know Ooh, what, a death, what a death drop. Where you go, I think it's where you go down the splits hard. Right? Oh, yeah, I used you, to. You yeah, jump we, into splits. Dude, in taekwondo, I used to do it. So I was in taekwondo for roughly 15 years, And you know that because years. of how he pronounces it. Taekwondo. <laughs> uh, so I could do the splits... Uh, I was I was super good. So I used to do that all the time, like land in the splits, like just Damn. drop to them all the time. Thunder, what is it? Huh? What'd you call it? Thunder crash? Uh, death drop. Death, death drop. drop. Death drop. Yeah. Where'd I get thunder crash thunder from? Thunder crash. That's what it's called when I do it. That's our. That's when we're doing yeah. uh, I just, I'm taking too loud. What'd you call it? Loud boom? <laughs> when we were on a SEAL Team 6, that was where, that was your, my comment. Thunder crash. Thunder crash. Kill shot thunder crash. Thunder crash. Yeah, kill shot. <laughs> Uh, James Cameron, oh, apparently a bit of a prick, but good director. Made some yeah. fucking amazing movies. Amazing, amazing Whatever. movies. Whatever. People uh, be dicks. Huh. Guy, time for your third pick. Now, I was a little worried one of you guys might have gone for this as well. Mm. But we've had a lot of Ontario, a little bit of Quebec. I wanted to go over into the Maritimes and Nova Scotia. I am picking uh, Viola Desmond, the Rosa Parks of Canada. Oh, I don't okay. know anything about this. Oh, Dive in. So, like, uh, like the the largest black community in Canada for a really long time was in Nova Scotia because they were slaves who had fought with the British um, in the Revolutionary War, and then they got moved up there. I was just reading about that because That's so funny. Britain Small was world. like, um, "You guys can be free because you fought for us," and then they treated them like shit forever. Uh, but Viola Desmond was she was. A hairdresser who would like drive around and do hair, and she got stuck in a town overnight. So she went to the movies, and there was a black section. Like the rest of Canada didn't have enough black people to have segregation, but <laughs> Nova Scotia did. And so she paid for a ticket. There was no one else in the theater, and they got mad at her for sitting Jesus. in the oh white section. And she was like, fuck y'all. Uh, and then she um, uh, went and like got arrested. Uh, for not paying the additional tax on the charge for a white seat um, and was, like, convicted. And Canada didn't do the right thing. Like, Canada always has the best of intentions but always does horrible things. And now she is on the $10 bill. She's on the $10 bill there. She's on the $10 bill. Okay. Viola Desmond. And she was from Nova Scotia? She's from Nova Scotia. Fuck yeah. I think I was reading a little bit about her too. Was she did she make herself like an amateur police officer later? Or was that That's a different Steven person? Seagal. Oh Steven Seagal. <laughs> Shit, you're right. <laughs> oh, no, common, I'm thinking of Shaq. I'm thinking of Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I mean 
We've got Alias Grace. We've got Anne with an E. Should we be going to Netflix with a Canadian series where Viola Desmond solves crime? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Let's go. Yeah. What, Netflix, they here. They it's listen. not too far away. Yeah. Netflix <laughs> listens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like right over there. So you just gave me the 15 minutes. I have an idea for the next move. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's an on-location series. Hear me out. <laughs> oh no! One time I went to this. I went to this. It, she had been a producer on the Cosby Show, uh, Grace Under Fire, Roseanne, all of that stuff, and yeah. so had a house that was essentially in the Pacific Ocean. Right. Like she had <laughs> the most house you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and she was just like, "All right, I want to make shows, but we have to make them in Britain for the first season so that we own them, and then we have to use enough Canadian actors that it is technically Canadian content, so Canada will pay for half of it." So scamming other countries wow. that care about content for money to create your show is actually a brilliant financial choice. Hell yeah. you a house in the ocean. Yeah. Yep. Fuck yeah. Ooh. Goddamn. We gotta start pitching that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> About a ship full of Canadian soldiers <laughs> who get stranded during Dunkirk. <laughs> but just for the first season. After that, it's a show about a stand-up comedian trying to get by. <laughs> Do you guys ever get sad that they made all of the shows that they're ever going to make about stand-up comedians? All the time. I do. All the yeah. time. I, I'm, I, I get it. I, I don't know what else to pitch. I have this weird situation. My reps, who I trust and love, where like, they're like, like, I have an idea for a show. And they're like, is it kind of based on your life? I'm like, no, I just think it's funny. They're like, let's try to pitch one that's based on your life. No. So, like, I have to pit, like, they always want me to pitch shows that are based on, like, shit I've gone through or loosely based on shit I've gone through. So you have an angle in the room. And I'm like, I've been a stand-up comedian for almost 10 years. I haven't done another life. No, I mean, this is a real problem in our town. And I would say lay over that not being a straight guy. And it makes it a little bit more complex that they, like, kind of don't want to make a show about gay people. But they they, want to say, like, but what about... What's from your life? What's your story that you're going to bring to this? Yeah. And it's super annoying. I don't want to tell a story about me. I want to tell a story about sassy witches. Yeah, right? Because, <laughs> yeah. like, Maybe where would we like be? a sassy witch sometimes. <laughs> where would we be if, like, the people who wrote Hocus Pocus, they were like, you got to write about your life. Right. Yeah. That was a weird reference. That no, was a, no, it's perfect. Perfect. a beautiful reference. Yeah. reference. What am I going to write about? Well, my dad works at the Caterpillar Factory in Peoria. You want right. to hear that or you want Hocus Pocus? God yeah. damn it. <laughs> Because I want Hocus Pocus. I want Hocus Pocus. Yeah, God I guess damn it could it. be sh- like that I'm going to try to sell a show with all the stuff about my life, but there's no stand-up comedy to hold it together. Then it doesn't make sense. Like, why am I yeah. drunk on a Wednesday? Exactly. <laughs> but it's not sad? Exactly. You know, like, the only reason I'm at this Mississippi wedding is because of a gig. Yeah. <laughs> like, understand, dude. Right? Yeah. People seem to be fine with them, too. A lot of people still watch, like, stand-up comedy-driven sh- shows. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But yes, a little bit sad. <laughs> thinking about getting into hobbies just for the sake of selling a show about them. I mean, Damn. so true. Yeah. Like, real, like I've been doing pottery. <laughs> what sure. a show about a Non-Jackson pottery studio. and skateboarding over here, dude. Well, that's there's the show. Well, that's the show. <laughs> those aren't hobbies. Those are lifestyles. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's... Uh, David, it's time for your third and fourth picks. Oh, Hot man. corner. Hot corner. This is... Okay. Now I'm Hot getting... I'm day. getting so weird. I just... I don't trust anything else I'm doing now. Whoa. Yeah. Put your shirt on I first. Uh, my third pick. Surprise, it didn't go yet. Celine. Oh, oh yeah, I was, sure. it was just, about to if, she's, if it came yeah. back to me. Gosh, she's a beast. Yeah. Powerful voice, Oof. standing gigs in Vegas, right? Like, yeah. done it all. Huge. Like, people love her in Sierra Leone. Yeah. Like, that's like. I mean, you got like, ears. Like, Mike, I went there and they're like, 
they would be like they'd like say like oh we love Tupac we love and then they love Celine Dion fuck yeah like I mean, it's just it's just good you can't argue with it also dude. I, I want to say like no one sings a good O Canada except for Celine Dion like you like her. Her O Canada makes me cry every fucking time because she loves it and she needs she it. She loves yeah. it and she needs, like, she just seems like a good person, too. There's nothing, uh, there seems to be no malice there. Uh, have you, are you familiar with her Instagram of her doing fashion shows? No. <laughs> I mean, she just wears the most ridiculous things, like, to business meetings and stuff, and is constantly Instagramming it, and you know that she's just having fun with her life. That yeah. is what Man, I want all, to That's see. what I want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Instagram should be for that and skateboarding. And basketball and dogs. That's what it is if you do it right. Food. <laughs> like uh, you... <laughs> I like the food shots. I yeah, yeah, see, I like food I, shots too. I want to see your brunch. Yeah, let's go on the record like that. <laughs> I uh, might go. That's one thing. If, where I'm, I'm, in, like, if, I'm, if I'm in like a clean eating streak, I do. I want to see your avocado yeah. toast. I really <laughs> do. Keep posting them because it's beautiful. Like an avocado toast is more beautiful than it is delicious. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to really. Na- you got to put so much salt on an avocado toast to the point where it's like, why am I even avocado toast at this point? <laughs> um, John Early and I worked on a show where we were across the street from this Australian place that made avocado toast. That by the time you put stuff on it was like eighteen dollars. Yeah. And he would do it every day and like be sad to me every day that he didn't understand why he was doing it. <laughs> and it was magnificent. I mean, that's Living the avocado. Life. Toast hole though, right? Yeah. That's, how, that's how they get you. Yeah. Just oh yeah. Like, you fall in. Good luck getting out. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do it. But I do it. On there. It's like Batman trying to get out of that cave, you know? No, I don't know. Anymore. Where's Lau? Where's Lau? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Celine. I just think she's. I think that's like what a yeah, what a talent, what a career. That's the way it is. Yeah, that's, that's the most the way sassy. It is. Mm-hmm. In that video, she's wearing like khakis. Yeah, telling you what time it is. <laughs> Black t-shirt. Uh, and it, do uh, all coming back to me. Shit, man. Oh, it's all coming so back. You, it's all coming back to me now. You have, not been, you have not been at gay karaoke until you have watched a drag queen reproach someone for like. It's all coming back to me now in six minutes long. Yeah. And like people select it at karaoke all the time. And just to have a drag queen be like, you can do it, but you only get three minutes of yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fucking fair. That's reasonable. That's a bold, gay karaoke. That's a, that's a high expectation I, of my skills. I think three that's minutes. fucking important. I think these karaoke places should be ahead of that, by the way. Yeah. These songs where there's eight minute version. I did uh, uh, Suspicious Minds by Elvis, uh-huh. where the karaoke version had that like, like like a strung out on pills Elvis just doing an extra four <laughs> minutes of the song. Uh, you know, like yeah, at the end, like, that. we're caught in a trap, we can't walk out. And it's just like that for like three minutes. I'm yeah. like, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, no, nobody needs yeah. that. No, I yeah. want the parts everybody knows. Keep it moving. Yeah. But she's just like a fucking Valkyrie, dude. That voice is powerful. It's crazy. That vo- I'd, go yeah. to, I'd go to war with, for like, if I had to go somewhere and yeah. I was like listening to like, Get hyped up for war. I'd go to war for that. <laughs> if she was I, in a chariot behind me, one white horse chariot singing, yeah. and I had a sword, and that's yeah, like I'm who I'm saving, like yeah. I'm defending my I'm queen. F- absolutely, yeah, I, yeah. So you know, yeah, Celine Dion. Dude. So that's my third pick. Celine Dion. I want to pick it. What's your fourth pick? Oh man, I just think I know it's weird. It, I'm having another comedian on, but I just think he was steadfast. This man, yeah, never not funny. From what you read about him, he was just a jobber. Yeah, just. Clocked in, did the job, clocked out. Phil Hartman. Oh, fuck oh, yeah, yeah. Dude. yeah. Yeah, he's just. I didn't know Phil Hartman was Canadian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me see what city. I'm just a caveman. It's <laughs> that, <laughs> fucking. Like, I'm just. That a voice, caveman. like, so is funny. so. 
Like it was ripped off. It's like the idea of like whoever. It's like the Jerry Seinfeld voice where it's what's the deal with? But that's Jerry Seinfeld. Like he yeah. did it, and that's what made it so great. That's how I feel about Phil Hartman's Dude, voice. Phil Hartman and CB4. You remember him? Oh, He's the politician running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 ludicrous, and it's 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 just wrong. Phil and- Hartman. <laughs> so I married an axe murderer. Like. He's just like Jingle all the way. Yeah, yeah. He's just, he was just so funny, and he could do so much with so little. Because there's so many roles where he didn't say that much. Well, there was like this business like professionalism to that like late '80s, early '90s SNL cast that like right. normally yeah. SNL is like we're young and cool, and they were all like we're getting the job done. Yeah. Um, right, 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 right. Getting it sure. done so well. Yes, new like news radio was truly magnificent. Like Seriously. Bill McNeil is one of the great characters of all time. Yep, he yeah, just a professional. And like and also one of those guys where there was like that the sadness that you know exists in everybody and especially yeah. comedians. Right. It was like right below the surface with him, and you could kind of see it sometimes, and like yeah. kind of feel it. And when he would do, what was it? They on one of the seasons of SNL, it was him, and I forget uh, the the woman he did it with, but like that, like serious, like what, did they do? Chan like, Hooks, Nora Donner, Victoria Jackson. Those are your options. That Damn. was one. Of, yeah, Phil. Let me look it up. Phil Hartman. That was dope. I like that. It was like We're black <laughs> and white. That love is a dream thing. It was Jan Hooks. Oh yeah, that yeah. Which was weird, but it was like yeah that, and then oh, and then like the end when uh, it was him and Chris Farley's last season, uh-huh. and the yeah. two of them cuddling on stage together. Man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> knowing they'd both be dead like within a few years. God damn. damn, fuck. But yeah, Phil Hartman was good, man. He's just so. Did funny. you know? Also, I'm just a caveman. Just a, he was a graphic designer who made album covers. Before he was like a big comedian, and he did like the album cover for uh, Aja by Steely Dan. Really? Really? In America, no, he did a Crosby, Stills, and Nash album cover. No. Yeah. That dude, I always. How love do you hearing... even get into graphic design before computers? I don't know. He how do you get into comedy after you're already you doing that? Have you never seen Xanadu? No. Um, the the <laughs> protagonist of Xanadu, he makes album covers or he like copies album covers or he has some stupid fake job but it does make it seem like as unglamorous as possible you know might have been i don't know nine to five johnny <laughs> paycheck clocking, he was in, there clocking doing in, it. in clocking out but like for big bands he did it which was pretty like it's an interesting yeah, that's interesting like a cool life game. all the way yeah that sounds dope uh all right guy it's time for your fourth pick oh well <laughs> a- after like uh, Bory's like strong third pick. I found myself scrambling for a songstress of my own. I said to myself, Anne Murray. I said to myself, Katie Lang. Mm. But these are not the answers. What I will say, Alanis. Okay. Does she? Oh, bang. Fuck. It's yeah, crazy it's, that she made it this far. Does she have? Does she have the voice of a Celine Dion? No. No. Um, but but not a lot of people do. You not know? a lot of people do. And like, I honestly love like the Carol Kings out there, or the people who sort of like have these songs that. Their like, their voice isn't enormous, but it is filled with so much yeah. that it always gets me. And like, um, if I need to get myself into a place to be creative or write, I will so frequently just go back to Jagged Little Pill. I'm saying it's um, so, it goes so it's hard. banger after banger. <laughs> yeah, um, there are so all many jams like, on there. You knocks. learn, you learn is such a smart and wise song, and none of us were like ready to take it. I mean, yes, it is easy to sort of like. Oh, also, would you like my grand reading of uh, of ironic? Yes. I was just uh, going to ask. Yeah. Okay, because like everyone is like, those things aren't ironic. And my yeah, that's knee- a 
Great stand-up comedy premise yes. for any of you out there, by the way. <laughs> if you're thinking my, about dipping your feet in the bathtub. My, my need to believe that she is right about things, I, I was always like, no, the irony is that you take pleasure in your own sadness. Is that there is this strange charm when bad things happen to you that you're like, well, isn't this nice? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, that's the irony. Oh, man. Um, wow. Yes. There it is. Oh, yeah. shit. You heard it here first. Yeah. yeah. Or not Changing the game first, but. Also, Powerful work on You Can't Do That on Television. That fucking show. A sketch comedian actor of, yep. uh, in her own right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing that I remember ever seeing and thinking was, I was like, this is funny. This is what funny is. And that was that show. Well, okay. Uh, two incidences, both featuring uh, women who I have drafted on this show, of watching something as a child or teenager and then being like shifted out of it by like the subtle power of insidious Canadianism. Um, <laughs> watching You Can't Do That on television and they got onto a boat and then they showed a map showing where the boat was going from and to and I was like, those aren't places. <laughs> like, I was like, that is not a shape of a part of any part of this country. And then this is, this is the best. So... Um, Sandra Oh's first starring role was in this movie, Double Happiness. She plays an aspiring actress. There are no roles for uh, Chinese. She's playing a Chinese Canadian. There are no roles for her. She's reading for a part in a movie where she's a waitress and she takes somebody's order and her response is, would you like gravy with those fries? (laughs) And as a child, I was like, what? I've always wanted someone to ask Is this science fiction? <laughs> Takes me right out of it. Oh, that'd be so... <laughs> oh, that's that is a concept. It is absurd. No, <laughs> you know. Just... Your fried thing doesn't have enough fat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing like so, like a Canadian who came down in the service industry, came down to the states, and they went to like Chattanooga. Their first day on the job, they're asking some like good old boy. So you want gravy with the fries? And they're like. Yeah. <laughs> I do, actually. I never, you fucking down here changing the game. I had no idea. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I do want I've gravy. always wanted gravy with my fries. And now they, you know, now they got it in Chattanooga. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. It feels yeah. loud towards the end, but we get where I'm going. Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. <laughs> I love that. I wore that album out. Oh, dude. For real. Yeah. Me and my friend Multiple CJ. Multiple times in life. I also used to get embarrassed when, that, uh, when I'd be listening to with my dad, mostly, actually, in his car. Like, would she go down on you yeah. in a theater? theater? And I, so there were times when I would turn it down. Yeah. And then turn <laughs> well, it back up. Because you feel weird. Because like, I don't, I don't know. know. Like, with my dad, you know, I'm like 10 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you think your dad doesn't know what it means I at know. the time? That would seem so absurd. Like, yeah. the guy whose porn I would later find and use. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, fuck yeah. it. And then you find out later, that's, what about Dave Coulier, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that yeah. song? Yeah. You know, Dave, she doesn't take an L for that. He was in my book, not going to get picked. Um, we, uh, me and my friend Canadian? CJ oh, yeah, used to listen to that. Very Canadian. Yeah. Uh, before we were going to bed, we'd have sleepovers and he'd put on Jagged Little Pill and we'd just fall asleep to it. Such Aww, a like, that is a beautiful. <laughs> that was story. our like go to sleep album for a while. All right, guys, it's TLC time to, for a while. If Let's you think slow that's it down. Not getting listened to. On the car ride home. Oh, dude. I'm a fucking maniac. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, I'm a fucking maniac either way, bruh. Yeah. Oh, bruv. Okay. Brof. Hey, bro. Mental. Proper. In it. In it. In it. Massive. Start uh, <laughs> <laughs> for my fourth pick. Get loopy. Uh, I'm going to take Mike Myers. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if it like, I mean, Martin Short I love more, but I don't know if anyone's brought me more joy than Mike Myers' movies. Because like, I 
was right there in the pocket the whole way from like from Wayne's awesome. World all the way through the Austin Powers movies, uh, all of them, all the way into Shrek. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, one one speed bump was the Love Guru. The rest, there huh? were some. Uh, there was some. There were a couple speed bumps, That's right? Really, the only one with is that, me. Is it really? I think so that I can think of. I mean, there's so many good ones. Like, so I made an axe murder. His partner in Glorious Bastards, dude. That's he's so great. Awesome. It's he's crazy. so good. In that. I had yeah. no idea that was him for uh, at least half of the scene or whatever. It's like where you look into his eyes, finally, like, oh shit. That's Mike Myers. Well, he does such a good job of representing like the Canadian investment in responsible Britishness. Yeah, like yeah, um, yeah. yeah. His dad is British, right, or yeah. Scottish, or something. Yeah, but like definitely Anglo. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's so he's so fucking funny. Absolutely, man. Wayne's yeah. World couldn't hold up any heart. It's such man. That movie an is still amazing really, movie. really iconic. Good. It's so fucking good. Yeah, uh, and we've talked about it before, but to me, it was funny when I was a kid. For completely different reasons than it's funny now. Yeah, yeah. Or, like I, you just the humor is so much different. Mm-hmm. And now I watch it, I'm like, oh my god, all that stuff I didn't get when I yeah, was yeah, so much 10. stuff you didn't get. So <laughs> yeah, much stuff the, you didn't get. The, the band is called the Shitty Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just a clever name then. Clever name. It's so funny. When I was a kid, funny. I was like, oh, they're saying shitty. They're saying shit. Yeah, but now I'm like, the band called themselves the Shitty Beatles. It's very fucking funny. <laughs> It, like and again, I've talked about my dad a lot on this episode for some yeah, reason. You know, I don't usually. I've never heard you speak of him before. I, 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 I very rarely. So I, I love him. We have a great relationship, but I don't talk about him that much. But like, did you guys secretly go to Canada a bunch when you were? We did. No, we'll, driving we, up to the. Coast. We really like, but like the Austin Powers movies were like those movies we were like really watched together and would do the quotes back at each other. You yeah. know, and my little sister too, Eliza. Uh, shout outs to Eliza Carmel. Yep. Two masters degrees. God damn, Fuck. that's yeah. buck. Two. Bop, bop, one for each of you. Two messages. I got two degrees here. AK, AK 47 on the track. (laughs) Going back and getting a doctorate? Is she? She is. That's happening. God, that's Carmel. Lisa Rochelle Carmel. But uh, I'll do quotes to each other like, Bong in a blintz, smoking sure. a pancake. You know, smoking that's the, the weird, like the weird Dutch character from like Goldmember and shit. Well, yeah, the Goldmember, dude. Like that shit. Like the later stuff that people were probably like, "Oh, that wasn't that funny." We fucking loved I mean, and like bonded the, over it. The Doctor Evil biography monologue is one of the funniest things that has it's ever been spoken. So absurd and funny. Yeah, when I was beaten till I was insolent. <laughs> <laughs> I wore, I wore a meat helmet, right? <laughs> was Carrie Fisher the therapist? I think so. Yeah. 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 Yes. Was she uh, the therapist? Yeah. <laughs> I was beaten until I was insolent. Uh, yeah. What was, the Dutch, what was the Dutch guy's name? Gold member. Him? Yeah, yeah. We don't all speak gold. freaky deaky Dutch. Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two things I hate. Uh, people who don't accept other people's cultures <laughs> and the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> when he was trying to kick out me, he was like, oh, this is awkward. Oh, I messed up the quote a little bit. I, uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to read the whole thing because it's so yeah. funny. And I'm going to try to do it. Dr. I like, Evil I like so it I when this happens. I like, I like it when you go down this road. The details of my life are quite inconsequential. <laughs> Very well. Where do I begin? My father was a relentlessly self-improving boulangerie owner from Belgium with a low-grade narcolepsy and a penchant for buggery. <laughs> My mother was a 15-year-old French prostitute named Chloe with webbed feet. I'm going to give up on the accent. My father would womanize. He would drink. He would make outrageous claims, like he invented the question mark. Sometimes he would accuse chestnuts of being lazy, a sort of general malaise that only the genius possess in the insane lament. My childhood was typical. Summers in Rangoon, luge lessons. In the spring, we'd make meat helmets. When I was insolent, I was placed in a burlap bag and beaten with reeds. Pretty standard, really. At the age of 12, I received my first scribe. 
At the age of 14, a Zoroastrian named Vilma ritualistically shaved my testicles. There really is nothing like a shorn scrotum. It's breathtaking. I suggest you try it. When he said, when he goes, ritualistically shaved my testicles. Yeah. <laughs> Placed in a burlap bag. It's so funny. It's so silly. It's yeah. complete absurdity. Yeah, it's so good. It's complete absurdity. Typical childhood. Yep. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny, dude. Yeah. yeah. And I even think like him hosting the gong show in this character and never admitting it. Mm-hmm. It's at least interesting. Yeah. Even if it's not good. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Mike Myers, man. Uh, Sean, time for your fourth and final picks. <clears throat> now, these are two passion picks. Passion picks. Passion pit. Uh, you know, actually, I'm not oh. going to pick the one that I was going to... Oh, he hates I'm going to leave it one. on the board. I'm going to pick this one. It's another passion pick, but it's uh, it's in the romantic comedy vein. I'm pitching, uh, I'm picking Rachel McAdams. Damn oh, it. nice. Love it. Nice. I just, I love romantic comedies, and I just love most of the stuff she's done. We look uh-huh. at Mean Girls. We look at The Notebook. Oh, yeah. Just some of my favorite things in the world. And then just fun romantic Let's comedies. Let's talk about The Family Stone. I mean- Well, I love that movie, but yes. a lot of people don't for some reason. I mean, it is both good and bad at the same time. What's bad about Those it? Those people are insufferable. They're <laughs> terrible. Like, um, poor uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Well, is... of course. But, like, in the movie, you're saying the family's bad. Yes. They're... Yeah, they're horrible family. Like, they're, like they're, they're mean to her, and they are self-righteous. But, like, the fact that she gets to be so screwy... And like, you know, issuey. And also the fact that it is a family of weird, mean people means we have to go on a weirder journey. Um, to, I love uh, that journey. Until the end. I love the journey. And the, the family, because I, I didn't, uh, my mom, like my immediate family, like my mom, like my, who was in my house was fantastic. But the rest of my family, par for the course. Yeah. You know, I've Nishkeet. never really been a family person. And so I was to see a movie like that. And I'm like, man, I, I've always wanted kind of like a fucked up, like fun quirky fucked up family yeah like, like, we're all fucked movie, up together movie fucked up yeah like we're all on this journey yeah, we're all there like together nobody really to gets hurt you. you know it's not yeah it's not like your uncle steve's really gonna beat the shit out of your yeah. aunt summer's new boyfriend yeah. or anything it's just a joke like you the family from the street who beats animals. succession <laughs> that's what you're looking for <laughs> like the family succession. from succession bro billions bro. yuck right. massive <laughs> well no i just love rachel mcadams i yeah i just think she's fantastic she is good. Yeah. You, uh, Midnight in Paris. I know we're not supposed to ever like or talk about Woody Allen no. movies, but I liked it. But she's uh, she's charming. <laughs> but I liked it. She's charming as an unlikable character, yeah. which is which is powerful. Yeah. Wedding Crashers. Yeah. God, she's amazing in she's Wedding Crashers. Fucking amazing. Mean, mean Girls. girls. Mean yeah. Girls, dude. It's bananas. That yeah. that movie is so good. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, it, mean Girls is one of my favorite movies from the last. I saw it like it's twice just in one of my theaters. favorite movies. It's yeah. just astonishing. I'm not going to qualify it at all. I stop trying to make that movie. fetch happen. Yeah. It's like, whoa! I don't. I didn't have one friend that talked to me like that ever. I don't know what I would have done. That's how you talk to Shane Torres. <laughs> I need to rethink my Your values. Rachel McAdams, bro. Do not whoa. cut off. Uh, buy his album. Buy Shane's album. Buy his album. Go buy his album. He's a genius. Uh, excellent. And your final pick? Final pick. Uh, this is 100% me, but I have to rep skateboarding. I'm going to pick Rick McCrank. You guys probably don't know who Rick McCrank oh, is. Crank. But he's the best skateboarder that ever, in my opinion, the best skateboarder to ever come out of Canada. Rick he McCrank? Is, yeah. He skates is he for... so good that when you watch him, you Rick your McCrank? <laughs> <laughs> Folks. Ladies and gentlemen. lighthearted little joke. Emmy nominated. I just sprinkled it in. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I'm going to go spend that much time on it. You don't like it? Move on. There's more that was my coming. strike three. There's more joke. podcasts coming. 
Uh, he's skates for girl, and he's been one of my favorite skateboarders of all time. Girl's my favorite company. Uh, he's just the best. He's invented, not invented, but he pioneered so many amazing tricks. He's the king of doing a frontside board slide to fakie where you just stare back at the rail mm. like a big fuck you to the rail after yeah. you land it. Amazing nose grinds. One of the first people to point him out. He can skate vert. He can skate anything. And uh, he also hosts, I think, two shows on Vice. So to me, it shows that somebody who's skateboarding, like their main thing is skateboarding, they can still host a TV show. Street, vert, and park? If it's the right, he can do anything, dude. Wow. He's ridiculous. Rick and he's crank. cool. He's just, yeah, he's from Vancouver. Got a hey, skate shop in Vancouver. Vancouver. Finally, the West Coast. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. There we go. I'm BC, bringing it in. BC, baby. Yeah, he's a Vancouver boy. Uh, maybe, I want to say Whistler. Where's Whistler? Ontario. Ontario, yeah. That the other way? Yes. Yeah. All right. That's the one where we've Whistler's taken the one from. we've been talking we're about. We're sticking with Vancouver then. All I think right, he goes to Whistler. <laughs> goes to Whistler to snowboard, perhaps. Yeah. That's exactly. also a good yeah. snowboard. Anyway, yeah, Rick McCrake. Hell yeah, Rick McCrake. Not a ton to say about it, but I had to throw skateboarding in there because it's been no, my whole it. life. I feel it. Football. Uh, skateboarding. Yeah. Football. Skateboarding. Split. I don't want your <laughs> skateboarding. Uh time for my final pick. I'm tracking uh Drake. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get him last. I, don't know how it I thought I was gonna get him last. I thought I was gonna slide up in there to close the whole shit. Take a Drake. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Of course. Start for the new generation. There, you He's won't incredible. find you won't find a bigger Pusha T fan than me. You know what I mean? You'll find people who like him as much as me, but yeah. I fucking love Pusha T, right? And even no part of me, even when I was listening to the, all the diss tracks and everything, I was like. When that new Drake album drops, I'm gonna listen to it so much. Yeah, <laughs> man, I can't wait. Nice I can't for what wait. is so good. It's so nice for what is so fucking good. The eight out of ten is fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's, yeah, the new great. album is good. He just makes songs that are fun to listen to. He's a pop star more than he is like a hardcore whatever rapper. Drake might yeah. be the most popular pick through all these drafts that we've done. Yeah. He might, I don't come know how many most? appearances he's made, but he's probably been on here like oh, that's 10 times. We could go look. We yeah. could go look. He does come up a lot. He's probably uh, like song, whatever songs, but I mean, I'm sure he's been up a Canadians, bunch. rappers, children of single moms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but he's, 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 because uh, his mom is Jewish, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's maternally Jewish. He's Jewish, yeah. Yeah. Got, you get getting bar mitzvah in one of his music videos. Yeah, oh yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> fucking right. It It means a lot. It means a lot when a <laughs> when a universally accepted cool person is like, "I'm Jewish." Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. You know, yeah. the Beastie Boys meant a lot to me as a youth for that very reason. But he's just good. He makes music I want to listen to. It's right. fucking fun party music. Sometimes he makes good sad music. Yeah. Young David Bory. Oof, man, that, that fresh album, on the heels of a breakup. Right dropped. when the right when sure. Scorpion dropped. The day, the, the day. day Come on, Drake. You did that like for he me. waited. Yeah, people. He makes you know. He's like somebody who's not afraid to make rap music that women want to listen to. Mm -hmm. And he he's also like does like like corny like rap misogyny in some of the songs. But he does everything. Yeah, he, he, he does everything. All. He's got he's all the sampler. tools in his belt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a pop star. He's a pop star. He's and a he, pop star. He puts a lot of people on. He samples a lot of tight. different kinds of music. People accuse him of like, I don't know, you could look at it two ways. Appropriation, maybe. But also, like, when we when people wouldn't have gotten that into dance hall, nobody would have known who Pop Can was. You know, like <laughs> I would have known because that was that was him on the Pusha T song. Well, yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. like most people wouldn't have known, you know. Right. A lot of this music, grime music, he explored for a while, which yeah. isn't good, but in my opinion, <laughs> but he likes but he, it. He checked it out, you know. Um 
Yeah, man, I just like Drake, and he's oh, funny, yeah. dude. I think he's hilarious. He's going to be an actor after this. Yeah. Is all said and done. I mean, like it was delightful how good he was on SNL. Like, yeah, no, was... he's. I think that's the way. I think yeah. that's where it's going. He's There's too that... good. You you don't see him as a in a rom com. Come on, Drake oh, in a rom com. Yes, I slam do. Dunk. But that that ruins his career, right? Like like music, that, he has I to think, leave behind music entirely. I think he's on his way out. Yeah, I think. The, yeah, I think and that who he did it honestly? For who knows? He could he could be in movies and then make another album because I would li- I'd want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. He'd mean, have to go uh, the the Will Smith route, I think, where his music would just be kind of corny and then he'd just stop doing it. Right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man, probably. Yeah. Although he's never, it's not like he's at, well. Does he operate on street cred? Not really. Mm, I, I think know. he won a lot during that first battle, and then I think he lost because, like, he lost the push of battle. Yeah, you're talking about that Meek Mill thing. Yeah, I think he won a lot, like on Meek Mill, because he yeah. won like straight back up. to back, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, insane. But... Also, hearing that song, you're like, okay, all yeah. right, it's there, it's there when it needs to be. Yeah. When he hosted the ESPYS, he did a sketch with Blake Griffin, the Drake versus Blake. It's hilarious. <laughs> watch it if you want oh, proof man. that he's a funny sketch actor. Right. That's one right there. I'm, oh, what was I'm it not on? going to watch the ESPYS. <laughs> <laughs> Guy, you watch the ESPYs. You're going to watch the ESPYs. You're going to go home. All right, I'll watch the ESPYs. You're going to watch the 1998 ESPY Awards. Not even like, the Drake one. I'm not going to watch the ESPYs. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's my final pick. Guy, time for your final pick. I would like to briefly consult with Marissa. Oh, oh we have a consultation. I love I this. Know this, this is a first. Is, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Man, okay. There's some Mike's going to go use the restroom. There's some stuff going on in the room right yeah, now. I'm yeah. gonna try to get my fifth together because I'm having a hard time. While we, while we, I mean, we're keeping it running. Yeah, I didn't mean to only have one woman on the suit, but oh no, hey, what do you do? I mean, I wanted to take out taken. Yeah, I'll talk I, about Rick McCrank a little bit more just yeah. because skateboarding is the best thing. Oh, all right, oh. the consultation has ended. <laughs> the counselor approached the bench. Rick uh, McDank. Very sorry, but I was going to force you guys to have one more Canadian history lesson. Yes. Um, so I went with three great Canadians to the actual Canadian who's here, somebody who went through Canadian sixth grade yeah. and could say, <laughs> which, of great sixth grade. which of these people like meant the most? She selected... Mr. Tommy Douglas, okay. um, a Saskatchewan politician uh, who during the 30s was basically like, "How? Uh, hey, what about socialism? Essentially, like the, the uh, Alexandria Cortez Ocasio of Canada, yeah. um, who then got elected. He was first like a, a, a provincial politician, then went to Ottawa, um, got national health insurance passed. Only in the process of them trying to figure out if they should have a flag or not. Not what should our flag be, but like, Wait. we probably don't need a flag. And he was <laughs> like, like, like as a country? As a country, they did not have a flag. When? Uh, 1964. Wow, what? And you're Holy like, Canada shit. doesn't matter that much. They were, I believe, the seventh or sixth largest economony on the planet. Yeah. I- no flag. I had no idea. I That's thought you crazy. just kind of got a flag the second you were not a when nation. you were a chunk of Britain for most of your existence. Wow. So he, with like 15 members of parliament, was like, hey guys, I'll solve this problem for you. Because like the conservatives were like, we don't need a flag. We're still England. And the liberals were like, oh, we need a flag. We're people. Yeah. Uh, and he yeah. was like, all right, I'll we'll do a flag, but only if you give health insurance to everyone in the country. And they were like, sure. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, guy. All right. But what does this mean to me? Tommy Douglas, also Kiefer Sutherland's grandpa. Whoa! <laughs> yes. His daughter. Whoa! His daughter. <laughs> what does this mean to me? Also Kiefer Sutherland's grandpa. His daughter married Donald Sutherland. Oh, that's um, gnarly. That's amazing. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. 
That I'm is... mo- as an intellectual mostly impressed with the socialism stuff, but <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland's grandpa, dude. <laughs> but it's like dude. a pop culture person. Yeah, sure. yeah. Legendary party boy, Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> that's amazing. Tommy Douglas. Yeah, dude. How did so? That's amazing. So the the <laughs> bargain was we'll give you a flag, but you have to take health care. Like so, he had started healthcare in his own province, and yeah. it was like going reasonably well because he started that during. The like uh, after the depression, when sort of like the Midwestern farm places were doing very poorly, yeah. there was like a big sentiment of of socialism. And then he went and was like a member of a minority party in parliament. But it was tearing the country apart, whether they needed a flag or wow. not. Because like, how's the answer not just yeah? Because like they basically f- felt like the the members of uh, the Conservative Party of Canada were like, if we're not. A piece of England and France, because uh-huh. what they had before was basically a, the flag of a British boat. Yeah. Um, that uh. had like a little. They basically wanted to keep things very British, so that they weren't having to do anything that would like acknowledge the French people. And they thought that um, a leaf was stupid. They were like, "Look, we could be part of this grand thousand-year-long imperial tradition, or have a leaf." Yeah. And the liberals were like, "We should have a leaf." Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 We actually like the leaf. That's so funny. I don't see a problem with the leaf. I'm over here. Yeah. Uh, And in the process, got uh, safe, affordable health care. No, not perfect for everyone. Yeah. That's magnificent. Damn. David? Man. (laughs) David? (laughs) I got two. And one is like a dude that I know, but one is a dude I think is pretty cool. (laughs) I want to go, Mr. Go go heart, dude. Go heart. Yeah. I'm go going hard Mr. Go Canada, home. Harry Jerome. He's like one of their major black track stars from the 60s, which all the troubled stuff that comes up with being a track star. Yeah, Went yeah. to University of Oregon. Hell yeah. Yeah. Had a <laughs> had a big comeback. Okay. Uh, at one point he was driving to uh he was driving to a meet, thought he was gonna be late for the meet, got out of he was in a traffic jam. Tell me he ran. Got out of the car, ran, pulled his hamstring right oh. when he got there, but still ran. To do it, broke some records, has a bronze gold medal. Hell yeah. Early black athlete. They called him Mr. Canada. That's, yeah, that's who I'm picking. My only other fallback was the weekend. And I just didn't feel like, (laughs) I didn't feel like that was a good way to close it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't feel like that was strong enough to close it out. Harry Jerome was better. Yeah, Yeah. Harry Jerome is what I'm I'm taking. And that was, I learned about that at three o'clock this morning. And then I put a star next to it on the list because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to feel that in the morning. I do that with the list. If I'm feeling it right away, I'll put a star next to it just to be like, you were, your gut feeling was you like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To not second guess yourself. And I like the story. Put a nice little uh, complete the circle. After retiring from athletics in 1969, he was invited by Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau to help create Canada's new Ministry of Sport. There it is. Nice. Yeah. Look, at, look at this. And we tie it all. Harry Jerome. Put a little button on it. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, Because yeah. sometimes you got to Google famous black Canadians from <laughs> real early. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> How do you think I got Drake? Famous, <laughs> Jew- famous Jewish Canadians. <laughs> I was not aware of him before that. Uh, I have to be honest. You're, just, hey, you're guys. texting people. What about this Drake fella? Sorry, I was just going to plug one more time really crassly. Oh, please. If you'd like to learn more about Canadian history, there's an entire chapter in my book about Canadian history. Uh, please pick up My Life as a Goddess. It's more interesting than it sounds like based on what I just said to you. Yeah. Available in bookstores everywhere. Yeah. Yes. It sounds 
amazing. Yeah, to I me. think it sounds it great. Sounds I'm like a big, like, I'll read a lot of Chuck Klosterman, and this sounds like maybe a much more fun version of Chuck Klosterman. Yeah, there was when I started writing the book, the, yeah. the editor was like, you should read uh, Roxane Gay's um, Bad Feminist and yes. Chuck Klosterman and like try to do something like that. So yeah. that was my goal, and I failed, but I failed, let's hope, interestingly. Gloriously, yeah. <laughs> sure. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, that what a great draft. Seriously. Yeah. Just to recap it real quick. Sean, you went first. You took John Candy, uh-huh. Catherine O'Hara, Dr. James Naismith, Rachel McAdams, and Rick McCrank. That's a fun Beautiful. list. Yeah. That's Beautiful. a nice dinner I went party. second. I took Marissa, Martin Short, <laughs> James Cameron, Mike Myers, and Drake. Nice. Which is also, if we ever do draft a fantasy starting five for a basketball team, uh-huh. also that. There they go. <laughs> exact same list. Uh, guy, you went third. You took Pierre Trudeau, Sandra O. Oh, Viola Desmond, Alanis Morissette, and Mr. Tommy Douglas. Damn, that's yeah. a, isn't it fun hearing them all at once? David, you went last and you took Wayne Gretzky, Dan Aykroyd, Celine Dion, <laughs> Phil Hartman, and Harry Jerome. Yeah, I stand behind it. Hell yeah. We left some Jerome, good ones on the board. Trebek, also, David, David, Alex, Trebek. Trebek. Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. How did I left you? That was my yeah, last. Whoa. How did you not take Alex that was Trebek, my, dude? My, my last pick, I was like that's skateboarder. Or, yeah, this I guy. Because I do think he's kind of a smug dickhead. So. Well, yeah, that's the yeah. whole thing. But I, I love Jeopardy. Liked, but he gave us those, those public lands. Those what? Did, what did he do? There's like a chunk of the Hollywood Hills that's like the Trebek like forest or something like really? that. And what? he just bought a huge chunk of land and gave it to Los Angeles. Did he really? What yes. a sweetheart. Man. I didn't know that. No, I had no idea. Well, I like that I know that. What is a good guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's a free podcast. It's free. So if you don't like it, it's free. <laughs> if you don't like it, just fast forward 15 seconds. And not all going to be great jokes. Or don't and fucking listen to some fun uh, stuff. Joni Mitchell? Oh, yeah. wow. Yep. Uh, Brian Adams. I wanted to take Joni Mitchell, but I felt fake because I only know like a handful of songs. I didn't want to be like Brian Adams. Don't it always seem to go? You don't know what you got till it's gone. Paper and dust, put up a parking lot. Keanu Reeves. Keanu. He wasn't born there though, right? I thought he was. Is he Canadian? He is Canadian by nationality. I don't think he was. I don't think he was born there. Oh, you know, you're right. Am I crazy? Was he born? Uh... He was born in Lebanon. Yeah, Beirut. Yeah, okay. Beirut. He was born in Beirut. Yeah, I think good, th- good thing I didn't pick him. Off mic just came with some knowledge that ain't nobody gonna hear. Uh-huh. Uh, Michael, J- <laughs> Michael J. Fox. <laughs> nice. Sure. Michael yeah. J. Fox. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Alexander oh, Graham Bell. Yeah. I don't think he was born there either. I think he was Canadian. In, as- he was born he, in like Scotland or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. 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 That was, born in Scotland. That was, yeah. He was like... Up top on my list. I was going to be. You know, also was born in Scotland. Huh. The lead character in Succession, whose name <laughs> oh, yes. I can't remember That's right now. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Taylor Kitsch is Canadian. Old Timmy Riggins, Friday Night Lights. Taylor Clear Kitsch is who you going with. <laughs> I was just saying, right, fucking man. love him. <laughs> Timmy Riggins, dude. All day. Lor- fucking Lorne. Oh, yeah. Steve Nash. Nash. Mikey Malloy saying oh, Steve Nash. Sure. Yeah, but he seems so Canadian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if, you yeah. Play, if you play for Team Canada, you're Canadian. Nathan Fielder. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, nice. I had I had middle ditch written down. Yeah, in case in case I needed it. Yeah, 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 case, yeah. yeah. If you need to break the yeah. case, I always have. come with such a thick list. Like, they run his commercials for Verizon <laughs> so much during sports that it's like I'm starting to I hate him. It feels like, and it's not his fault. <laughs> I've been watching a, a British reality show where people have competitive dinner parties. But the really fun thing of the way that you s- great. see your friends, it's called Come Dine With Me. It's the best. Okay. But like the thing of you see your friends in commercials, but just realizing in other countries, you still see your friends in commercials. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's crazy. Wild. That is gnarly. Man. Uh, yeah. Neil Young. Ah, Neil sure. Young. Uh, sure. 
Ryan Gosling? Some bangers, yeah. Ryan, like, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Man. Shania Twain. Oh, God, where the like... fuck was I? Shania. <laughs> oh. Shania Twain. <laughs> the enemy of Brad Pitt. Sure. Shania Twain. Yep. That's what I hear. He <laughs> got a lot of enemies. Whose bed have your boots been under? That's what she'd like to know. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I, when I was growing up, I thought that song was... Boots spin, have your boots spinning under. Like you'd be spinning on your boots from dancing. Because sure. as a kid, it just makes sense. It makes sense. I was You're like, sure, like, that yeah. makes as much sense as anything else. Uh, yeah, uh, amazing draft. Yeah, that was Guy, tight. thank you so much for joining us. Hell yeah. Thank you for Again, make me. sure you go pick up my life. I'm holding it up like we're on a late night yeah, show. Go get, pick up my life as a goddess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, watch, watch the talk show, the game show. Yes. Yeah, seek that out. Fucking watch that shit. You. Uh, Please send us your uh, picks. Yeah, we love seeing lists. them on Twitter. Shout out to everyone on Twitter, Instagram. Shout out to everyone on the AFE subreddit. Hit us up at all, at AFE pod on Twitter. Please do. Email us. Hit all, up the email. Uh, Any suggestions you got? Yeah. Podcast yeah. at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, shout out to Frankie Ocean. Dude, Frankie Ocean all day. Shout out to Sid the Dude. Shout out yeah. to The Real Ocean where I'll be watching whales. Yeah. Shout out to The Real Ocean. Tomorrow. A week shout ago. out to Danny Ocean. <laughs> Billy oh, Ocean. Yeah. Shout out to Ocean's 8, bro. Yeah. Ocean's 8. Shout out sure. to James Corden, dude. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, uh, Alan Rickman. I bet there's a cologne called Ocean somewhere. Shout Absolutely. out to that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'm going to get some Ocean. Shout out to Osha. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Billy Ocean, dude. Shout out, well, I already recovered oh, that. Oh, you did? Yeah, well, yeah. I just wanted to recover it, dude. Tune in, bro. Uh, <laughs> massive. <laughs> in it. Uh, but more importantly than all that, I think, sure. and I think you'll agree, yeah, is yeah. tune in again next. Oh, wait. Shit, 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 Oh, my God. That's like when my plane almost landed in Vegas, and they and they like pulled it back. every time I think about that, I get scared. I barfed. Almost barfed. I want to shout out to Lizzie. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the... We're not going to say what you sent us, but you know what you sent us in the care package. I will say, if you show up at the High Plains Comedy Festival, you will see it. We're going to be wearing them on stage. On the body. You'll see a picture. Oh, yeah. So shout out to you, Lizzie. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and the only thing more important than that sure. is tune in again next week for another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. Shakakati! Bang. That was a HeadGum Podcast.